0: Welcome to Scrolling, a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Kat and this is episode number 11. Crack as many jokes as you want. Take stuff off topic if you want. Anything can be cut out, so you know we can we can get as weird or whatever as we want, and just edit out whatever doesn't work later. (laughs) I
1: always
2: just be like, "Yep, might want to timestamp that."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always heavily edit these. Uh, I at least cut out half of what I record, so uh, it's all good.
1: (laughs) It was uh, funny you missed it, but when you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna." Run to the restroom here before we start recording. And Icy's kind of after you left. Icy's like, "Hey, along those notes, I thought I just read about the new um, dye color. What was it?" You oh yeah. So
2: I, saw, I, I saw, when I saw I was passing, scrolling through, and I thought it said blood urine. <laughs> oh,
3: I don't want that. that yeah. <laughs> That's a rough one. No, thank you. <laughs> Keep that achievement. Uh. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. So, um, I guess I'll get into it. I guess, uh, I mean, I guess we're already recording, so the podcast is, is already happening. So, uh, anyone listening, I guess you probably noticed that there are some other voices than what you're hearing normally. Uh, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, so normally up to this point, I've done it all by myself for like the past year. Uh, and it's been really fun. I've enjoyed it quite a bit, but, um, I've always thought it'd be cool to get some other people on here, uh, and make it more of a conversational kind of thing, uh, rather than just like a, a one-man dialogue, or monologue. <laughs> um, so I have some friends here with me, and we're going to do this thing together, right guys? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> All right, good. Now we're on the same page. Um, so I think um, um, we'll just start with uh, with a round of intros, just so people have an idea of who we're talking to. Uh, and I'll start with my good friend, Davia Starjumper. What's up, man? Ready to go. Sweet, sweet. So you and I know each other, I think, about four years now. Uh, we know each other in real life. Would you say that's an accurate statement? <laughs>
4: yes, that is, that is accurate. <laughs> uh,
0: and I basically dragged you into this game, right? Like, as soon as I started hey. playing this game, I started, like, begging you to also get it and come play it with me.
4: Best thing I've ever been dragged into wow. in my life. Including you know, your all marriage. The
3: and <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. All right. I'll take
3: that. How, how nice. <laughs> um,
0: all right. Well, do you want to just tell us a little bit about like um, what you get out of this game, what you like to do um, and kind of what your experience has been like?
4: So, um, you know, it's definitely changed. Uh, we've played several years now. We uh, You started a little bit before one Tamriel. I started a little bit after one Tamriel, but, um, you know, in the early days I was very, you know, heavy into the PVE content. Um, and then, I don't know i guess about a year it's been two years two years really switched heavy into the pvp content mm-hmm. uh, but i still i still enjoy the pve content um and you know i'll still do some quest lines and things like that with characters but uh, yeah, yeah. pvp is definitely uh, the priority nowadays
0: yeah for sure for sure
4: and and i have to you know get the plug in uh for nords you know, <laughs> okay. of, of being the the tip top tier of uh of races and and Tamarino,
0: so. Nord Nord Master race. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. I'd have to probably agree with that. Ah, so. See. Hey, look, we have already got something for here. Yeah. That's
0: a great race. Well, I think uh, then uh, you're probably pretty pumped about this expansion. Then.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. This is this is prime time. This is prime oh, yeah. time for Nords.
0: So you're um you're current you currently reside in East March. Do you think you're going to have a have a new home now in, in Greymore?
4: I you know so. Pro- i think probably so i think they're probably going to introduce some uh, uh well i think they've already been they've even talked about the new uh homes in Graymore. um i haven't yeah. taken a look or looked into it much but i'll probably end up with one of those just to have an actual uh skyrim home that'll be i think that'll be pretty cool i still have to get a i still have to get a feel for the quest you know because from the sounds of it it's it's very one faction of Nord's versus another faction of Nord's. So yeah, I kind of picked up really? on that. Like,
0: oh, the Western Skyrim people yeah. are—they're a little different over there.
4: i yeah. you know—I've I've been hanging out with this Eastmarch side, so I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if I can switch sides. We'll just—we'll just have yeah. to dive into it when it when it happens.
0: Right on, cool. Well, let's move on. Um, next, we have Grim from Grim's Forge Gaming. Grim, what's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks going for well. having me. Yeah, thanks for having our. Thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, I'm still getting used to like talking to people on this thing, so I got to get the, the phrases and all that stuff. Uh, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, so Grim and I met. Uh, I don't know. It was probably a little over a month ago. Uh, I was just like hanging out in Imperial City Ebonheart packed base. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing down there. And Grim, you just randomly walked up to me and sent me a whisper. and was like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> Uh, and we basically have been friends since then, right?
1: Yeah, I was starstruck. I was like, "Holy, holy cow, that's Ket right there!" Get <laughs> <Guess laughs> real. Like, he has one hundred and twenty subscribers. That <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and so that literally happened. I saw I saw Ket in uh, the EP base, and I was like, "That's Ket right there." And I love his uh, product that he puts out on YouTube. Oh, thanks, man. And and I was like, if nothing else, I need to whisper him and let him know that. And Yeah, so the rest is history.
0: Yeah, yeah, and of course, Flattery will will get you everywhere for sure. Uh, So we we grouped up right away, Uh, and it it was actually uh, pretty fortunate for me because uh, I'm I'm basically brand new to Imperial City. I mean, I've been doing PvP a long time, but I hardly ever go to Imperial City, and it turns out that Grim is a bit of an Imperial City guru. Is that fair to say?
1: (laughs) I spend all my time down there, and I level all my characters down there, yeah. And yeah, it's, and it's a kind of a, while we could run into outnumbered situations and we do often, it's a smaller community. So you, you end up seeing a lot of people, um, regularly. So yeah, I really love it.
0: Yeah. it's It's been really beneficial to me just showing me the ropes and I've already made like almost a million gold, uh, just from tips and stuff that i picked up from you. Uh, and, um, you even put out a video, I guess I, I should bring up the fact that, uh, Grim, you have your own YouTube channel. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um, it's just Grim's Forge gaming on YouTube. And I just started doing that. I had a lot of these epic moments, like in the short time we've been together, we've had a lot of epic moments and, and I will be like, man, I wish we were recording that. And, and, um, it, those type of scenarios just kept happening over and over again and so people were like man i wish we were recording and and uh i like coaching people and training them like how to fix their builds or optimize their builds or their rotations for pvp purposes and so i do training and stuff like that at my home in game and and then we take it out and field test it so yeah
0: really nice dude uh, I go to your YouTube channel on a regular basis. Pretty much anytime you upload a new uh, build video, I go check it out. They're always super interesting, super unique. Uh, all, usually some kind of cool theme involved. Like you, uh, you have a build that mimics uh, Kratos from God of War. Uh, that that kind of play style, and it's surprisingly like I don't know, pretty accurate to what you would think Kratos in this game would play like, right?
1: yeah that's that's what i try and do so I, we all know that there's a meta out there that's like fury and new moon of your stamina and if i think we're purposely we are all in the same mindset that if we were to put that on would we have success absolutely but we get more enjoyment about trying to put together unique builds and unique sets and making those work and and so I felt that that kind of went well with, uh, theming the character. Like I have a Witcher and you know, yeah. my yeah. Witcher build's going to be a lot of fun for next patch against werewolves and vampires. So
0: That's cool. Yeah. So anyone listening, if you've watched any of, uh, my build videos and you thought those were interesting, uh, you should definitely check out Grim's Forge gaming. That's a, it's a similar kind of situation going on over there.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Yeah, totally. All right, last but not not least, we have Icy. Icy, how's it going, dude? Pretty good, pretty
2: good. Glad to be here, man. Awesome, man. I'm glad to have you here. So you've been playing how long? Uh, I started in the beginning of September 2019. So I think about uh, like six, seven months-ish.
0: It always surprises me whenever you remind me of that because it seems like you've been playing a lot longer. I mean, you're already... Almost max CP. You already have some pretty solid PvP chops. A lot better. Like when i had been playing less than a year, I was nowhere, nowhere near on this level. Um,
2: oh yeah, no, I, I have not uh, missed a day <laughs> since uh, <laughs> starting. And uh, I, I'd say, uh, I guess since since you're giving me some credit for the PvP stuff, uh, I have to like you know just you know pass it back to Grim because uh, you know I met him uh, I think uh, beginning of December, and I went from just Strictly being a PVE person, to uh, he did um, a tour for the Imperial City with uh, one of the guilds that we're both in, and then I kind of just fell in love with the whole PvP thing, and then I've kind of been uh, like his Padawan to the Jedi Master uh, for the last <laughs> like f- uh, four or five months now, and uh, yeah, no, appreciate it, thanks, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. So yeah, I guess I should mention that's how you and I know each other through Grim, right? Uh, Yeah, it's kind
2: of funny when you mentioned it earlier because as soon as – I think like just uh, later that day, he messaged me. Hey, I just met this other YouTuber. His name is Cat. He's a nice guy and stuff. So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's been cool. And like, yeah, pretty much ever since since Grim and I met, the four of us have been grouping up almost every day and just basically annihilating everything in our path, right? (laughs) I mean pretty much.
2: (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh cool Dan. well i'm super stoked to have you guys here uh this is a brand new thing something i've been wanting to do for a while um you know might take a minute to kind of figure out the format and the flow of things but i, th- I think in general we have a we have a cool dynamic and i think this is going to be a lot of fun
1: absolutely
4: let's do it excited about it sweet
0: um, all right so uh, what are we here to talk about we're talking about uh, the public test server version 6.0.0 it's been uh, it's been up for a week now went up last Monday uh, this is for the upcoming graymore chapter that'll be coming out in I don't know a month or two uh, and everyone has access um, they sometimes they do uh, like you have to request an invite or something like that in the past uh, this time it's just wide open anyone who wants to log into the pts and start checking this stuff out right now if you want to um, now, if you do do that, uh, just keep in mind that the whole uh, point of it is uh, to give feedback. So, if you see any uh, bugs or you notice any combat balance issues, quality of life things, anything like that, that you think should be addressed, uh, just type slash feedback into the chat window. That'll bring up a form for you to fill out and just let them know what you think. Um, you know, just remember to be polite and also specific and it can really make a difference. You know, it's really the whole point of this is we, we're we all working together to try to make this the best patch that it can be. Um, have you guys had a chance to get on the PTS?
1: I've jumped on only for a short while. I've been spending too much time putting different builds together, and uh, I was prepping to make an Emperor run yeah. Uh, yeah. at reset. So
0: Yeah, right on. Yeah, no, no big deal. I jumped on for like 30 minutes uh, a few days ago just to just to look around and have some sort of first-hand account uh, to talk about here. Um, I do have a few observations that I'll just mention really quickly. Uh, First of all, there's a brand new login screen. It looks really cool, very modern and and clean looking. Uh, I like it a lot. There's a new uh, character select screen, um, which I don't know, I think people might be split on this. It does look really nice, but, um, so you know how right now uh, your character, their background is based on what faction they're from. So, the, the way it is now is they all have the exact same background and it's from the new Graymore zone. So a little bit different there. Um, once I logged in, something that I noticed right away is that it seems to run really, really smooth. Um, I don't know if that's just because it's PTS and there's not a lot of people logged in and so the server is just not being taxed. I, I'm not, I don't know, but I've logged into PTS before um, and I've never had this like immediate reaction, like, whoa, this is like really smooth, really responsive. Uh, the frame rate was, like, really, really nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe some of these performance optimizations they've been doing are, are really, you know, starting to make something happen here. And yeah, I guess that's that's about what, all my observations. What
4: I'm hearing is a disclaimer. You're saying that this game's going to run perfectly after this, after this <laughs> it's update. <gonna> be, <laughs> uh, it's going to be be.
0: Take perfect. my word for it. They fixed the game, guys. They finally <laughs> they, did it. They, <laughs> they fixed all of it. Mission
1: accomplished.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, One other observation that I want to to bring up, it's not directly about uh, PTS itself, but more about the community's uh, reaction around PTS. And I'm not really talking about content creators. I'm talking about just actual players on the forums and on the subreddit and stuff like that. Uh, It just seems to be a really calm, mild reaction to this stuff. You know, usually when, uh, when a patch comes out, you know, the forums just instantly get set on fire right and everyone's like this game is trash these devs they don't they don't play their own game you know what the heck are they doing they're ruining it like you know it's all this toxic stuff i haven't seen hardly any of that this time you guys notice that
1: yeah i think it's i've seen a little bit of it but it's like um i think most everyone is kind of overwhelmed with like let's sit back and see how this is going to work because we're changing we got a lot of moving parts there's like several things that are changing you know lowering of impen lowering of uh healing and pvp yeah we're adding antiquities we are adding all these new sets and so we've got so many moving parts everybody's just kind of like i don't know let's see what happens
0: yeah it really is it's like we, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording uh it's I feel like the meta is going to be in a blender for a month or so, you know, it's like, it's, uh, everything is so topsy turvy. Uh, like it's, it's hard to even know if like my, my current build, like on my main character right now, is it even going to work this next patch at all? Or am I going to have to do something totally different?
4: I think Um, part of the calmness too, is, is that it's, you know, it's unique in a, in a new patch that all of the changes are, you know, none of them are like specific class balance changes.
0: Yeah, there's uh, almost there's no really, like class changes. Whatsoever. Yeah, and yeah. so
4: I think that actually kind of creates a little bit to the calmness because everybody, you know, everybody's bars and and their characters and skills seem to probably be staying the same. It's just going to be kind of tinkering with these massive changes that everybody's going to be dealing with. Yeah, and then maybe and, a couple set changes. Yeah, new
0: sets and the vampirism and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I wonder just if part of the the serenity around it is maybe this looks like it might actually be a good patch, you know, and maybe. A lot of people actually just feel pretty good about it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm feeling
2: pretty good about it. Well, yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm just going through it, uh, like right now on the thing. And like, it, there's a lot of changes where, like, say they're either decreasing the damage or the healing a little bit, but then they're increasing the the chance of uh, activation. So I, then, uh, I mean, that seems like pretty. That seems like an all right
3: change yeah
0: yeah that sort of thing and they're also they're they're just offering players like astronomical amounts of damage in exchange for making yourself much much squishier you know so i I think this is going to be like an absolute glass cannon meta once all the dust settles or people are going to just like double and triple down on the tankiness to try and compensate for all this damage (laughs) flying around
1: yeah Uh, do you think it's um a little bit of You know the uh, player base is welcoming the change of the meta at this point because New Moon and and Fury has been the meta for how long now? You know, yeah.
0: I think a lot of like longtime players welcome change and they they want to see things get shaken up for sure. I mean, I'm that way. Um, Well, okay, that's basically an overview of like what this PTS uh, is for, what what's in it. Um, There's a ton to cover. If you read the patch notes themselves, it's 20 pages long. Uh, it's, it's so, so much. So we're definitely not going to cover all of that here today. It would be like a four hour long podcast. Um, so, um, what we're going to do is we'll focus mainly on items and armor sets and that kind of stuff in this episode. Uh, And any kind of like uh, combat ability ability changes, the new vampirism stuff, there's also some new werewolf stuff. We'll touch on those things briefly, uh, but we're going to wait until the patch goes live to really dig into those things uh, because a lot could change between now and then. Uh, But the the items, the armor sets, they'll probably be mostly uh, the same, maybe some small adjustments, but I think it's pretty safe to talk about those. Um, Okay, so first of all, I guess we can talk about these mythic items. I'm going to skip over. I know we're, we're following an outline here. Uh, I think I'm going to skip over this, like, new zone section because uh, we basically just talked about all of that, I think. Um, well, okay. Yeah, we'll just skip over that. Forget it. Forget it. I'm just going to cut this part out that I'm talking right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamp it. Get your, get, your, get your burps out, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, even moments like this, like a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they'll just leave this in, you know, like they'll they'll <laughs> say like, "Oh, we're gonna cut this out," but actually, they left they it in. You know? <laughs> uh, so who knows? We'll, we'll I'll I'll fiddle with it. Um, so uh, why don't we talk a little bit about this uh, antiquities system? Uh, so this is like the new thing that you're getting with the expansion, right? Aside from the zone content. Um, you know, vampirism, that's not, that's not part of the expansion. Everyone's going to get that, um, even if you don't buy the expansion. Um, so it's really just this antiquity system that's kind of the new system being offered uh, to players. Um, it's like a treasure hunting minigame. It has two associated skill lines, uh, and, you, and it's two components. You use one component of it to like, locate a spot on the map, uh, and then you go to that spot and you engage with the second component of the system uh, to like excavate that piece of ground uh, and hopefully find this uh, unique treasure that's there. And that's that's the antiquity. Um, and so the different kinds of uh, treasures that you can find, there's these new mythic items, which are these these awesome new one-piece armor sets. We're going to talk about those in a minute. Uh, you can also earn a, uh, a mount. It's called a Dwarven Ebon Wolf Mount that's split into 17 different pieces. So it's going to be a bit of a grind to get that thing, I think. Um, there's some new style motifs, some new cosmetics, uh, a new siege weapon called a Magicka Lance. Have you guys checked this thing out at all? And like any videos or anything? I no,
4: I haven't that, seen that. That sounds awesome though.
0: It sounds awesome. I'm not sure what you guys envision in your mind when you think of the word Magicka Lance, but, uh, I, I, watched a video, uh, on YouTube of someone using it and, uh, it wasn't at all what I envisioned. It basically looks very similar to a ballista, um, they like shoot. You like place this thing on the ground, and it shoots these uh, projectiles. Uh, but it, I think it shoots five projectiles at a time, and it sort of like spreads them out, kind of like a shotgun. So it covers this like really huge, wide area of ground. And I think they come in elemental damage types, like ice, fire, and that kind of stuff.
1: Interesting. So cold, fire, ballista, with an AOE effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of. And it and it shoots like. Conal. Yeah, it's kind of like a conal AOE, and the and the projectiles kind of come out one after another, like boop 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 boop, like that.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. ESO
4: just copied exactly. that. That's, that is that's that's <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's BTS, uh, audio footage there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was just playing a,
0: an audio sample just to think. pew. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, there are over a hundred sellable treasures, over fifty new, highly impressive furnishings. Davius, are you excited about this?
4: Yeah, I'm, you know I'm pumped.
0: All about h- housing, this guy.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Got really into housing. I'm about, about six months ago, but I'm, it's it's been a heck of a lot of fun.
0: If you want to know the housing meta. Just go check out <laughs> Star Jumper on YouTube. No, <laughs> you don't, he just, doesn't just have a visit, YouTube.
4: Just visit the house in-game. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: cool, cool. Um, all right, well, yeah, That's. I guess that's all I really wanted to talk well, about for the Antiquities. Or, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I was going to jump in on the Antiquities. I'm actually really uh, excited about Antiquities. Is it kind of leading up to it? You know, we we, we talked a little bit, Ked, about, you know, it seemed like um, past expansions have kind of had um, – bigger announcements or bigger items and antiquities seemed new and exciting. We both liked the idea of it, but it didn't seem, we wondered if it was going to be big enough to hold kind of a a whole expansion on its shoulders. Yeah. Um, but the kind of the more I've read, I've actually come around to thinking this is actually pretty exciting. Um, these new mythic sets, you know, being locked behind antiquities, I think is going to make it pretty huge. Yeah. Um, it's not really, you know, it's not really a craft situation, but the fact that you can get these items only through this locked behind this i think is pretty exciting i also and we'll and i think we'll we'll talk about it later on but um they're introducing some uh, pretty awesome new um glyphs that are going to be locked behind antiquities yeah uh and so i'm actually really excited i think it's going to be uh i think it's pretty cool that it's kind of something that you kind of have to invest in and do and you actually get rewarded if you put the time in uh to me it's kind of almost even reminding me a little bit of jewelry crafting uh jewelry crafting if you invest and put the time in it's very rewarding you can make a lot of gold off of it if you don't want to get involved with it then you're just going to spend a lot of gold in it and i can very much see antiquities being kind of that uh that same setup yeah for sure i
0: wonder if these mythic items are bind on pickup or bind on equip
1: i don't know i would imagine pickup.
4: Yeah, I would imagine pickup. Probably That's going to be so. crazy if they're not. They would. They
1: yeah. would like
0: crash the economy, right? If they. Were <laughs>
4: like,
1: oh my gosh, we would see like a hundred million dollar items. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, those Thrasian stranglers. We'll talk about it all in a minute. Yeah, yeah um, I
1: think the antiquities is the key cog to the change of meta too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, if you were to take that out and just add the new armor sets. That's fine. Maybe one armor set like stoons is switched out for whatever, you know, but we'll still have a, a, a very similar meta. The yeah. Antiquities changes the meta because now we're breaking up five pieces or we're breaking up monster sets and we're uh, creativity is going to become a thing. Now, I don't know what the RNG is going to look like on actually getting these items. It may yeah, be, it might be a, you actually true. find one of these and it's a real blessing, <laughs> yeah. you know. We'll figure that out. But the Antiquities is the cog that is going to change the meta and break up five pieces of monster sets. Yeah, so. For
0: sure. I like, too, how it's, um, the actual activity itself is like a just like a chill, almost passive thing, you know. Like, you can just... Uh, you can just talk to your buddies, participate in guild chat or whatever. It's not like you're, you know, in a engage in a difficult boss fight or fighting against other players. It's not a stressful thing. Um, it's just kind of like this relaxing mini game that you can play. Uh, I think when they talked about it on the live stream, they compared it to fishing. You know, uh, but of course, it's a lot. It can be a lot more rewarding than fishing. Um, I yeah. also
4: got to. I just got to give a shout out to the actual game and that they do. They do. I think it's really cool. They do such a good job of really not letting zones just completely die they keep creating new ways to make you go and visit zones you wouldn't normally visit or go back to zones you haven't been to in a long time i actually think that's a really cool feature of the game that you know a lot of games out there once you're done with the zone it's dead you don't even remember it being there
0: i agree Uh, with you and uh and i know a lot of people complain about like the sigic order grind I actually enjoy it. It takes me, like you said, to these parts of the map that I absolutely wouldn't visit. Like, aside from the first time I went there when I was doing those quests or whatever, I'll probably never see those places ever again if they didn't give me a reason to go there. Um, so, yeah, oh,
4: this is I'm, I'm another one of those, yeah. Yep, I'm excited to, to be out there and exploring the map again. Yeah. Do you
1: think the, this will have you going to Imperial City or have you going to Cyrodiil looking for items? That'll I tend to doubt it.
0: Um... I know there is one that takes you to Somerset um like there's a certain um I think emote that you can only get if you own the Somerset expansion so I think that means one of these things will be located there. Yeah.
2: Um Well, yeah, cuz I guess oh, um I guess the antiquity thing it's mostly like a PvE uh thing, right?
0: Well, the I mean the re- re- the rewards that you can get like these mythic items think it'd be either or i mean i think some of these things have some serious pvp implications uh the antiquities like system itself is totally like pve like an overworld activity i think so Mm -hmm. all right yeah because i
2: guess my only yeah my only thing is like i think that um i guess since for me i used to be like mostly pve stuff and i think za's for the most part they do a pretty good job i guess separating Uh, between like pve and pvp type things like there's there's no uh one quest that'll say okay you know here's all your pve stuff and now you got to do some pvp stuff you know it's just like a separate thing entirely so i i I wouldn't uh anticipate having to uh you know jump into like a uh like a you know imperial city or cyril for to get like antiquity thing you know because like just for me yeah, I would be like, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming. You know, like, I just want to do PvE stuff. I guess I'm never going to get this
0: kind of thing. Yeah, and a lot right. of players feel that way. A lot of PvE players, like, they hate the fact that they have to go to Cyrodiil to get the Sky Shard achievements and, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I imagine, <laughs> I imagine you're probably right about that. Good
3: point.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Is that it for Antiquities? Um, okay, I guess we can get... Um, to talking about these new armor sets. Uh, so we're actually not totally done with antiquities, so because we're gonna start with these mythic items. Um, so like I just said, these are uh, a brand new category of, um, I guess you could call them an armor set even though it's just a single piece. So it's a one piece armor set and you're only allowed to equip one of them at a time. So even if you have all of them, the game's only gonna let you put one of them on. Um, I think these are going to be pretty cool, and like Grim was saying, this these items, these specific items here, are really going to be shaking things up a whole lot. Um, so, okay, we'll get into it. Uh, the first one here is called Bloodlord's Embrace, and this is a heavy chest piece. Uh, and I'll just read the description here. Uh, dealing damage with a bash attack places a persistent, uncleansable blood curse on the enemy. Uh, When you block uh, when you block an attack from that blood cursed enemy, you restore 685 magicka, and that can happen every one second. You can only have one blood cursed enemy at a time. So I'll tell you my thoughts. Uh, I think a lot of these mythic items are super exciting. This one is the least exciting of them, I would say. (laughs) What do you guys think?
1: (laughs)
4: Yeah, I. I, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to. I 100% agree with you. The you read most of these items you can get really excited about it you know it's it's only you can only have one of them equipped you know it's kind of you choose the one that you know i feel like it it should be difficult which one piece power you know really powerful item do you want this one is very easily dismissed when you're thinking about which items and and you know obviously most of us are all pvp so it's definitely dismissed dismissed in pvp even in PvE, I don't think this one even uh, stands out a whole lot. I just, and it's disappointing because I feel like a heavy chess piece is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one just, it really seems kind of a, a, a tier below the rest of them.
0: Yeah. Any thoughts, Grim? Uh,
1: this to me says. Uh, m- mag decay all over it because uh, sustain and ability costs have always been kind of uh, a problem or for me on previous builds when i'm trying to run like the combination of high spell damage and high max magicka then i'm hurting in the sustain field this chess piece basically breaks down to uh 1370 magica um sustain or recovery. That's basically what it is. As long as you gap close to someone and hit him with a bash, and then you're block, hands, uh, block casting your offensive bar, which you usually do, you know, yeah. uh, be, your offense is block cast capable. So it's basically 1370 uh, Magicka regen. So I think for maybe abilities that are mag- or uh, classes um, or play styles that are Magicka hungry, that this might be, and block cast, cast capable. Like, I wouldn't want to play this on a Magplar, uh, because you're stuck in the sweeps animation, and you're not going to get the benefit from it. But Unless
0: I, you're a Permablock uh, Breath of Life spamming Templar. Then, maybe.
1: <laughs> there are those out there in the world, and they are loving this. <laughs>
4: my my worry, though, is that an experienced player, is as soon as they see this thing is on them, they're just immediately going to stop attacking you, because they know you're about to start you know, blocking their attacks to get you know, sustain and so, so Yeah, that's
0: the thing in PvP is like as soon as you see a sword and shield just pull up that block and hold it there, you just go find a squishier target. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, like all right, I'm not gonna bother with this guy.
1: Yeah. But um, you put this armor set, let's say you were forced to wear this armor. You were you were gonna put a build together built around this. Um, we could put a build built around this this thing and be a uh the yeah. force Leeching out on plate. the field yeah. plate has a similar
0: oh, yeah. kind of thing um yeah all right so it's not it's not useless by any means i, just, I don't know it just seems like uh just like a boring idea for a mythic item like this mythic item there's like so rare it's so valuable what does it do oh well when you block it gives you magicka yeah
1: like, i'd know. rather see it have a small aoe magicka drain to it just a yeah.
4: passive you know
0: yeah see that would be it would give you the same kind of functionality but it's like just do it does it in a cooler way yeah
4: yeah i feel like that the heavy chest mythic piece should be some, some something to make you tankier not necessarily sustained. but that's just me yeah
1: yeah
0: all right well let's move on um this next one this is oh i got one more thing oh, okay what's that what's up?
2: Um, I, uh, yeah, it looks like it, I mean, it looks like it might be a pretty good, like PVE, uh, like tank build, you know, cause sure, yeah. when, when you're just fighting the boss, you know, it's only focused on you after you taunt it. So then you'll have like a, you know, pretty consistent magicka sustained and then you could do yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. And, and PVE so, tanks was, need quite a bit of magicka as well. Yeah. So I, I could see, I mean, I don't think I would ever use this set, but it sounds like if you're going to use it, like tanking bosses,
4: for like infinite
2: magic of sustain that that might be it yeah 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 well
4: i think the tricky part to that too though is is that you know tanks are pretty dependent on the 552 right now so to break that up is this gonna outweigh what the 552 bonuses are giving you for a tank you know yeah that's the the question for
0: all of these is like well which of my set piece bonuses am i giving up for this and is that worth it Um, Uh, yeah just i'm wondering how many people are going to be like yeah i'm willing to give up my monster set for this or, or whatever
1: well, with the changes to monster set, you might have hit the nail yeah. on the head. Yeah, maybe. The lowering, you know, lowering <laughs> of armor values, and you know, changing from max health to pen and yeah. things like that. So yeah,
0: we'll we'll get into that here in just a little bit for sure. But yeah, monster sets across the board—it's basically ripped monster sets, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This next mythic item—this is the hot thing everyone is salivating for—the uh, Thracian Stranglers. Uh, this is a light armor pair of gloves. Uh, so check this thing out. Killing an enemy grants you a persistent stack of slowed's call up to a maximum of 20 stacks. Each stack increases your spell damage by 150, but also increases your damage taken by 2%. Uh, and then crouching or going invisible or un- uh, unslotting the the Thrasian Stranglers removes all the stacks. Also, I tested it out, if you port to another zone, it also removes the stacks.
3: Okay. Um,
0: so, uh, this thing is insane, right? Like, if you have all, <laughs> all the stacks, you have 3,000 extra spell damage, uh, and you're taking 40% extra damage.
1: Yeah, and, it, and don't forget, if you're a medium armor person, you're going to get the plus 15% from the medium armor passive on top of that 3,000 base. So it ends up being 3,450, you know... <laughs> If you added the fifteen percent on top of the three thousand base, so yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. see ten thousand weapon damage builds.
0: Well, well <laughs> this one's actually this is actually I think just spell damage.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think only magical builds are really gonna be uh, taking advantage of this. But also, I've I've seen people in guild chats and stuff um, theorizing that maybe this mythic item might be the thing that makes hybrids actually truly viable finally. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because yeah, you put, you know, you can just the, be a straight stamina build with a like a normal amount of weapon damage for a stamina build, but then also put these on, and now you also have a respectable amount of magicka or uh, spell damage.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, this one to me seems powerful enough to be to break up the five five two to be the one piece. Cause, oh yeah, and and this thing is great for PVE and PVP because in PVP you know getting twenty kills that's probably not feasible, but. This thing's great in PvP if you get five kills, you know. Yeah. Uh, the amount of weapon damage, you don't have to think of it as 20 stacks. You get five kills with this thing, and you're getting... Oh,
0: believe me, though. No one's going to yeah. settle for the five stacks, okay? Everyone's going to have the full <laughs> I, 20 stacks, because I'll, cause I'll sure, tell you why. Sure. Let me tell you why, though. When this thing this thing says it grants you a persistent stack of slows Call, what they mean by persistent is you keep it indefinitely as long as you don't go into stealth or anything like that. So say you poured into Cyrodiil... Uh, you go find some wolves or whatever, or go to a resource or whatever, and just kill everyone there. You have all twenty stacks. You leave combat, still have all the stacks.
4: Well, um, I'm even talking about battlegrounds. This is great in a battleground. You start, you know, you start building up kills in a battleground. You get five, six, you know, seven kills, and you're only getting, you know, even nastier and nastier. I could. Just it's gonna this. start
1: snowballing. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: um, and obviously PVE you're going to have 20 stacks all the time. You're just going to be burning through, um, you know, PVE content.
0: It's really interesting. And it's the, the damage penalty is pretty severe. It's a total of 40% extra damage taken, but you're getting so much extra damage output from it. I, I just think people are going to be willing to make that sacrifice. And that's also, it's so much damage that you're going to be able to find ways to invest in defense in your build to, I think to probably mostly compensate for that. Because even if you don't put, even if you don't invest anything else in damage whatsoever, you just have these gloves on and you have a weapon equipped and that's it. You're already looking at about 5,000 spell damage, right?
1: Yeah. You're going to be able to kill someone with this just by streaking through them
0: (laughs) 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 on a sorcerer. Just a mage's wrath streak. Uh (laughs) That's terrifying
1: to think about. Oh, man.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think people are very much going to be willing to make that sacrifice and and try to make this work. I think this, along with the vampirism changes and uh, a couple of other things, uh, I think we're looking very much at a glass cannon, super high damage, super squishy meta. I think that's what's coming up. Any other thoughts about this before we move on?
1: Scary. Terrifying. that's really
4: scary. This this in a sork's hand is going to be scary.
0: And combined yeah. with some of the other new sets and some of the changes to existing sets, uh, we'll kind of put it all together later. I have kind of a um, a thing written up. Okay, like what if what if this character put on all three of these sets and yada yada yada. We'll we'll get into all that a little bit later. But there's some terrifying possibilities here. That's,
4: this also, but, I should say, is terrifying on a Magplar. That is uh, jabs with this could is going to be pretty. That's pretty haunting.
0: Certainly.
1: Certainly. Yeah, well,
4: shield especially stacking,
0: while you're shield stacking the... Sork also. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: shield stacking or uh, bomb blades.
0: Ooh. well, um, you can't you can't stealth with these on. It removes all yeah. the stacks. Uh, you wow. won't
1: have to. You're going to because mist form now is toggle. Oh, right. You could that's just, right. you can just hit mist your just mist right into them and <laughs> come out of mist and Jeez. blow them all up.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I didn't think about mist. Yeah. Boy. Oh, boy. Man, there's going to be tons of vampires wearing these gloves right here. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to I'm just I think I'm just going to do PVE this patch, guys. I think that's yeah. <laughs> going to be
4: real scary. You'll have to. In those <laughs> get it. It's going to be scary in those PVP zones. Yeah. yeah.
1: We won't see you in PVP for the next year while you're trying to get these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, all right. I think uh, I think we can move on. Uh, this this is the, that's the juicy. That's the juicy one right there. That's the one everyone's going to be shooting for. Um, This next one's kind of interesting. These are called uh, Snow Treaders. It's a medium armor pair of boots. Um, So while you're wearing these, you are immune to snares and immobilizations that can be cleansed. Um, But while in combat, you cannot sprint. Um, So I think what they mean by it can be cleansed is basically it's not a ground effect, right? So if someone hits you with Crippling Grasp or Bombard, you know, and you get immobilized, um, well, actually, you're not going to get immobilized. You're immune to that. But if you run through, say, caltrops, I think you're probably still going to get snared in that case. Does that sound right to you guys?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, is moving through caltrops going to be similar to if you were in mist form and you could just truck right through them and it not affect you at all? Well,
0: well I, I'm just curious because it says you're immune to snares and mobilizations that, that can be cleansed. And I don't think ah, you can actually cleanse caltrops. You know, there you go. Unit. Um, yeah. So I think if you're running through a ground effect, that's still going to happen. And I think, I don't know, I feel like you should be immune to those too, though. If you, if you can't sprint at all while you're in combat, I feel like that's too much of a penalty to only be immune to certain snares and immobilizations. But probably most of them, like in a battleground, for example, most of the time you're being snared and immobilized by ground AOEs, right? There's caltrops and wall of elements and all this junk on the ground that you're constantly wading through. So if these, I would be willing to give up the ability to sprint to to not have to deal with that crap, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't think I would be willing to give that up just for, for what this is offering.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if this is going to, you know, all those people that heavily rely on immovable potions, like is this something they're going to be looking at? Or is this, or, you know, those other builds that are just, you know, there's a lot of builds out there that their regular speed isn't, is about you know is fast enough to where they don't even need to sprint. That is Not something I playing. thought of.
0: Is like you could be a wood elf with like swift jewelry, uh, medium armor. Uh, well, I guess medium armor doesn't really matter. But um, you know, with a bow, you could stack speed that doesn't involve sprinting. Uh, yeah. And maybe get something out of this.
4: Yeah. That's that seems kind of what these would be. That'd be kind of the for those those type of builds. I could totally see that.
0: that. Yeah, I could totally see that. All right, we'll move on. Um, this next one, this is one that I am super excited about. I'm sure you guys uh, can can predict that. Uh, it's called Ring of the Wild Hunt. Uh, so it's a ring. Um, so when you wear this, it increases your movement speed by 15% while in combat. Um, and it increases your movement speed by 45% while you're not in combat. Um, so that's awesome. So 45%. Um, So Major Expedition gives you 30% extra movement speed. All right, And this is just a permanent 45%. By the way, sprinting gives you 40% movement speed. So this is faster than sprinting. And it's just (laughs) active all the time.
4: That's wild to think about.
0: Even the 15% when you're in combat, that's equivalent to um, three Swift jewelry pieces.
4: I was going to ask you about that, what this compares to. Because I know you run Swift jewelry, and so what is this? Uh, and you could, you could run the swift on this ring.
0: Um, yeah. So if you're, if your jewelry um, is all purple, I think you get 5% movement speed per piece of jewelry, if it's all swift. So it's 15% total. So this is equal to that. Um, so, I mean, if they were gold, it would be more than that, but whatever. Um, so my, my stamp is a, is a roly poly, fully uh, speed capped build and, um, she uses bone, uh, bone pirate, impregnable armor, and troll king, all medium, well fitted, with one infused piece of jewelry and two swift pieces of jewelry. Um, so I think I'm thinking my new build is I'm going to drop troll king, probably do a one piece blood spawn or something like that instead, uh, and then slot this ring. Still do bone pirate and impreg with a with a one piece monster set. Uh, slot this ring for the movement speed, get rid of the swift. I'm going to do infused all across the board. Um, so I'm going to overall be, I'm going to have faster movement speed. Um, you know, aside, I'm, I'm still going to be speed capped, but when I'm not sprinting, I'm going to be faster than I am now. Uh, I'm going to have more damage. I'm going to have better sustain. Uh, I'm just giving up that troll king. So I'm not going to have uh, quite as much healing, but this is a Stamplar. It, we have pl- plenty of healing. Uh, so I think... I think I'm pumped about my and Stampler is my my PvP main by the way, so I'm super super pumped about about this setup here.
1: And with the change to Troll King, it wasn't that big of a loss, anyways. You yeah. probably would have made a move some a different direction.
0: Yeah, Troll King's getting nerfed anyway, um, so yeah, man, this is I'm all about like fast and speedy builds. Like they made this for me, you know.
4: <laughs> I think that's awesome. I mean, I think that's a perfect example of this, right? Is that this is you're clearly this is this is better than the five five two setup. You're gonna break that up for this, and and it's gonna come out ahead. I think that's exactly what these should be. Yeah, uh, and that one that one's doing it right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I like uh, I I like yeah, I kind of like the point you were making. Like monster sets are just kind of an option now. You know, it's not like this is what your build has to be. Uh, it's just like. You know, there's there's all these different options. There's monster sets, there's five-piece sets, there's arena weapons, there's mythic items, and, man, you can mix them up in, in a ton of different ways, and who knows what people are going to come up with. Really cool. All right, we'll move on. This that Man, that's the one that I'm super pumped about. Um, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, me too. Um, this next one is called Malakath's Band of Brutality, and I think a lot of people are pumped about this one, too. Uh, this one increases your damage done by 25%. Uh, but you cannot deal critical damage.
1: This is going on Kratos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well tell, why is that? Tell us about it, Grim. Why, why are you going to get into this?
1: I don't really rely on crit damage from Kratos, anyways. So, so to increase his um, to increase his base damage by twenty five percent is impressive, and it's not listed as uh, major berserk. Right. Damage and so the Kratos build that I'm running right now is Titanborn and Unchained Aggressor. And Unchained Aggressor five pieces when he breaks free, he gains major berserk, so 25% additional damage so or
0: 50% additional. 50%, yes.
1: Yeah. So uh, I just picture him breaking free and then leaping on a Zerg, and you know, they're gone, yeah. The, they like they're just their, their char- deleted from their the server, their characters are actually deleted from the server, <laughs> they can <laughs> no
4: longer play them. <laughs> uh, they go back to their
0: account automatically
4: yep. they go back to the main menu they can't that character's just not on the list uh, yeah
0: it's just
1: gone <laughs>
4: Kratos killed. <You> know. <laughs> uh,
0: something I've heard uh, brought up about this is um, monster sets so monster sets already don't crit so uh, if you rely on or proc sets I mean proc sets already don't don't crit so, if you rely on proc sets for a lot of your damage, there's zero downside to this. They're just they're getting nothing but a benefit. Um, so, that, that's an interesting thing, too.
4: I see this being really good in Battlegrounds specifically, too, you know, because in Battlegrounds without CP, you're always balancing, you know, what am I going to give up with the build? Because I don't have CP to go and get all the builds. Mm-hmm. And so, this easily lets you give up all you know specking into crit at all and just throw this ring on there and you don't have to worry about crit at all
0: it's interesting to think about because you know i think the way it is right now a lot of players don't really invest a lot in crit in pvp because they figure everyone's wearing impen uh i really just want my raw damage to be really high um but you know um crit resistance is getting nerfed this patch so i i wonder how that's going to pan out if people are going to kind of start gravitating more towards crit or if it's still going to be like a more like of a raw damage kind of
4: kind of meta that's a really good point yeah
1: think about the yeah. trade out right now too when you pick up new moon uh it has no max stat in it you know it's pen, weapon damage spell damage uh-huh. um and there's no max stats with this ring you could actually run draugr hulking draugr or whatever oh, yeah. you know it's all max stats or you can run Crafty Alphique or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, for this one, it would be, yeah, you could run either or, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. d- it doesn't specify the damage. So you could run a max stat and just get a flat 25% extra damage output. I think that that opens up a, like, if you look at the mad Magicka DK builds that are running Crafty Alphique and they're running um, uh, throats Boast, mm-hmm. you know, those two sets together, it's like just a ton of max stats or necropotence ton of max stat. And you're relying on the max stat to increase your spell damage. That might be a viable option until you get Thrasian. Yeah. <laughs> stranglers. Yeah.
0: You can, you can definitely tell why they made it so that you can only equip one of these at a time. Right. Cause if you had like Thracian and Malakath band and the wild hunt, I mean, it's going to be like absurd, right?
1: Yeah. 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 You need to do a troll, funny video though uh acting as if like a funny video of here's what your player looks like with all these abilities at once. (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) um Um, anything
0: else to say about this
2: yeah i was thinking so i guess you really wouldn't run this on like a khajiit or a high elf right since they have uh, those racial passives for uh crit chance and crit damage right (laughs) um i think
0: it's just khajiit that has that um can't quite remember, but yeah, I mean that, that makes sense because if you're if you're picking a Khajiit, if you're choosing it for their passives, if that's the reason you're a Khajiit, then uh, you're kind of choosing that crit is like the thing that you're investing in there. So yeah, I, I think yeah, if you were a Khajiit and that's the reason you chose a Khajiit, then it probably wouldn't make a ton of sense to invest in this because it's kind of going against what your race is all about.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking probably like orcs since they have like uh, I think increased weapon damage. Uh-huh. Um, that'd be that'd be a really good yep. combo between
0: dark elf. Uh,
1: do you think this is going to be a set that doesn't show up in your spell or weapon damage? It's on this item. It's only going to be in the tooltips themselves, or that, not? That even... would be
0: my assumption that your, your like ability tooltips would just reflect that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I would assume.
4: Oh, it's that's kind of how they do these damage buffs already. Is it? Mm-hmm. You just see it on the tooltip. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: All right, we're going to move on to the last of the mythic items. I'm actually really excited about this one too. Uh, this one's called The Torque of Tonal Constancy Really cool name um, It's a necklace So uh, this one, while you wear it um, While your stamina is less than 50% uh, Your Magicka recovery Is increased by 450 uh, And while your magica is less than 50% Your stamina recovery is increased by 450 So it's this back and forth Kind of thing right. Davis, this seems like a set that you would be interested in you, you... Uh,
4: Yes yeah, I'm, do you want to
0: talk
4: about thing. it for a second? Yeah, so I one just kind of your point was too earlier is that you know it seems like hybrid builds might actually be a possibility in this. This one hundred percent, I feel like speaks to that. Um, yeah, but certainly. I, uh, you know, on my main I run uh, well. Just just really, there's so many characters out there that you know you have your main stat, but it's still nice to have the sustain on the other side. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, and yeah. this is fantastic, fantastic for DK um uh, I run a main uh, that on the side I do a a, t- a Magicka Templar tank but this would be great for that setup just because it, I do a Magicka tank yeah um, for PvE content um, there's just there's this this one just seems really fun it seems like there are a ton really of applications rewarding. for it yeah it seems like uh, I mean my... even
0: go ahead finish your thought
4: well I was just going to say even it, you know even a Magicka builds in PvP it's always great to have stamina and oh, yeah. to have that extra recovery just constantly happening i mean it's i think this is great and a lot of stamina builds uh for their you know major resolve buffs they're having to use magicka and so you kind of always have to default to that and so um yeah i I, I think like stamina
0: builds could even like um almost abuse it right like you could just build it in such a way like you know i don't need any magicka so i'm just going to spend it all the time so i can have this stamina recovery constantly going uh, my first thought yeah. is uh, sorcerers. So, uh, both magicka and stamina sorcerers, they use dark deal or dark exchange. So, think of like a, a magicka sorcerer um, their magicka gets low, and then they start using uh, dark exchange to trade stamina for magicka. Uh, right? And that's like their, the primary way they sustain themselves. Um, and so, you know, they're, tr- they're spending stamina, their stamina bar is getting lower and lower and lower. Uh, when it drops below 50%, now their Magicka recovery shoots way up. So they go back to using their Magicka, attacking or going on defense or whatever they're doing. Uh, and so their Magicka pull drains, uh, and then their Stamina recovery shoots way up, and they can go back to trading Stamina back for Magicka. Um, and then stampsorks, they do the opposite of that with the Dark Deal, right? They're trading magic over Stamina all the time, and this would work exactly the same way for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that's going to make the... That's going to make Sorcerer class pretty scary. Yeah. That that right there.
0: Oh, yeah. I also well, could see uh, like a Stamina Nightblade making good use out of this, too, because they, they rely on Magicka quite a bit.
4: I think you make a really good point uh, about stamina classes kind of abusing this, is that, you know, a lot of those stamina classes out there for that Major Resolve Bust, they can just burn right through, just, you know, maybe spam that twice so that you have that uh, stamina recovery up could almost probably have that up, or just uh, yeah
0: just focus your build around it so that you just don't need to have magicka so just spam your spam your armor buff until your magic bar is totally empty yep. you know and then, now you have this but yeah and then you just stage. you just
4: have that yeah right. you just have that stamina recovery yeah
1: cool yeah i picture this it might be a really nice uh, staple for a lot of bg um mm-hmm. builds oh yeah you know, i definitely the, see that
0: yeah yeah i definitely see this one making it on some builds for for sure I like this a lot. Um, All right, that's it for the mythic items. I actually need, I had too much coffee. I need a quick restroom (laughs) break. So Give me just one second, I'll be back. (laughs) All right. um, Well, that's all the mythic items. So we can get into these new Overland sets that you'll be able to get from uh, the new zone here. There are three of them. Uh, We'll start with this uh, light armor set called Winter's Respite. Um, So this set uh, gives you Magicka Recovery, Max Magicka, and Max Magicka. uh, And then the five-piece bonus, Um, casting abilities that leave an effect on the ground will create a Circle of Healing Frost for 10 seconds, uh, and your allies restore 2,358 health every one second while standing inside the circle. And that can happen every 10 seconds. So it seems like a pretty strong healing set, to, uh, basically 100 percent uptime on an AOE 2k heal over time.
1: What's that going to look like with uh, paired with Hades' hearth?
0: Well, that's a great question because um, there's some key information missing from this description. You know, so it's hard to answer that because uh, how big is this circle? I think is the <laughs> the question My I want to know. Question because yeah. uh, that sounds amazing if it's like a 10-meter big circle or something like that, um, but it would be really lame if it's only like a 5-meter circle. So I feel like I need to know that before I know if the set is even any good or not. Yeah. So. To
4: me, this... Uh, I'm not super intrigued by it, but to me, this would best go on a, uh, a Magpular healer because as soon as you throw Extended Ritual down if I'm reading this right you're immediately it's just going to double down every time you throw an extended ritual yeah. down
0: yeah i think it would uh i think it would work really well on my uh, warden healer uh, she basically has nothing but like ground aoe hots uh, Good point too. so uh i think it would stack really really nicely with that if it's if it's a decent sized circle um so I'm going to be keeping my eyes o- uh, eyes open and see if you know, if it's a good size circle, I honestly might try to work it into a build because that uh, a constant one hundred percent uptime on a on a twenty three hundred hot seems pretty nice.
2: Um, I'm thinking. Uh, I like. I have a strange feeling. I mean, I don't think it's going to be twenty eight meters like the ritual, but I think it might be like a grothdar, uh, like AOE radius, or maybe the the chokehorn uh, yeah. little totem heel. I think. I think it might be like that kind
0: of uh Yeah I'm hoping uh, it's at least as brandish. big as healing springs, right? The the resto staff ability, that circle. I'm hoping it's at least that big, right? I think that's like for, eight or for ten a,
2: meters. For a gear set Yeah. Uh, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty big, man. Well, <laughs> even he
0: like even that
1: age. one sounds pretty big.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well I hope it's big enough to be good. That's all.
1: <laughs> What's it look like I, on a damage dealing type build like a, a magplar or not a magplar a uh, mag DK you know and you're laying down your elemental blockade or something does it need to be it doesn't specify that it needs I know you'll yeah. be doubling down if it's a healing effect but
0: right yeah it could be like if you're really damage focused and this could be like your your defense solution
2: yeah your- oh so I guess yeah. if you threw the caltrops down like that would also yep. meet this requirement right
3: yeah totally
1: yeah or, or if you're a, a a magical warden and you do the ice on the ground um mm-hmm. that's you know stuns everybody like you go you're offensive based and you don't have a lot of healing in your kit you know this this kind of supplements
4: that
0: and the, it's a circle of healing frost so it certainly thematically suits the warden
4: cool idea Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, if
0: it's a if it's a good size circle, I honestly might just farm a set of it and keep it in the inventory just in case. Keep it in, like in the bank.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if this got like somewhat nerfed, because I would I would anticipate it. You know, getting the daedric trickery. You know, it's like uh, you know active for ten seconds, and then you have a ten second uh, window before it can cast again. And then same thing with the Thurvacoon nerf that they're doing now, from eight to sixteen, so you have an eight second window. So I wouldn't be surprised if this uh, the next patch after this got a, uh, a 10, like a, if it was once every t- uh, 20 seconds so there was a 10 second timer
0: yeah, in between? Probably. If people actually start using this set, if it actually turns out to be good and a lot of people start using it, then that probably is exactly what will happen.
2: Yeah, because like, <laughs> uh, you know, with with the nerf set they're doing now for the, the sets that do um, have an infinite uptime, I don't know why they would let this pass. You know, this sounds like it should be 20 seconds so that it's it's uh there's only a 10-second window in between, you know. Yeah. So now we're we're gonna get used to something that's amazing, and then they're gonna nerf it, and then we're all gonna be pissed off. Like this should be 20, <laughs> twenty second. I'll say right now, it should be twenty seconds right now. Okay. You know, that's what it should be.
1: Make it, it happen. Make it, seems it so. A <laughs> <shrugged>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Heard it here. Fo- Heard it here first.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems a little strong, especially if it's a good sized circle. Uh, the only maybe counterpoint I would offer is that. Like the brand new set, the brand new sets maybe should be strong, like stronger than the others, just to give people a reason to even be interested. You know, uh, yeah. even if they do Cause it, later.
2: Yeah, because it sounds like it. Like it reminds me just of Thurrocoon, You know, like whenever I'm hit, there's a constant major defile pile on the floor, yeah. and now whenever I'm casting any ground abilities, now there's a constant, uh, uh, you know, healing circle underneath me. Yeah, no, th- this should be 20 seconds.
4: All right, I'm done. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's important to notice that it, it it lays a circle on the ground that doesn't move. I think that's a huge part to yeah. it. Is that if you are if you are running this, it obviously it can help you quite a bit. But it other people are, you know, it, it all depends on how big it is. And you but, can't
0: pick it up and place it somewhere else yeah. the way you can with healing springs. You have to wait for the 10 seconds, and you can't really control where it appears next either. I guess probably. and
4: then that next you know if you if you if it gets bad placement you've got a way to hold another 10 safe to hold another 10 seconds before you get yeah before it happens again that's Uh, a great point
0: yeah i think heady's hearth is probably going to be preferred over this set for the most part heady's hearth is awesome awesome set um
2: anything else to say about winter's respite
4: Sounds like icy's gonna be using this set.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, like I could see myself totally using this one, but I, you know, I don't want to, you know, spoil myself. I, I mean, icy. Oh I'm probably frost. gonna use it.
0: It's healing frost. Your name is icy. This is your set. Matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> you have a i I mean, a, it, it sounds like it was
2: made for me. <laughs> it's like it sounds like it was made for me, but then they're gonna nerf it, like where where it should have been, you know? So you're just so protecting
0: yourself. You just don't
2: even. Want I'm trying to. to I'm, I'm, yes. Hope, yes. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, the set's overpowered. Am I using it? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't know. All right. I think I think it's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, All right. The next one here is called Venomous Smite. Uh, this is a medium armor set. Um, you get weapon critical, weapon critical. The four-piece gives you weapon damage. Uh, and then the five-piece, this one's another potentially really interesting one. So dealing critical damage inflicts hunter's venom on your enemy and that deals 2,241 poison damage to the target and nearby enemies every one second and that can happen every 15 seconds again important information is missing every one second for how many seconds and how big is the aoe as well <laughs> you know I feel like are yeah super important piece of information that are
1: not here <laughs> and so not and the effect can occur once every second is that per target because you it could get out of control. What's the set right now that um, you have to get 20 stacks of it? But I wrote that one down it.
0: here because I wanted to talk about that with this set, Azure Blight Reaper.
1: Yes, yeah. So I see a potential problem or crazy builds there. I think there. this is
0: going to be a BG buster, this, this setup right here. So if yeah. this ends up being a fairly decent uptime uh, on, on this, uh, and if it's a fairly good-sized AoE, it's a sticky AOE, by the way. It sticks to whatever target you you put this on. Um, pair this up with Azure Blight Reaper, right? That's the one like you were just saying. You gain uh, up to 20 stacks when you deal dot damage, which if it's a dot build, you're going to get those stacks in like five seconds. Uh, and then that person explodes for 11,000 AOE damage. Uh, and meanwhile, this thing is just pulsating 2,241 damage every one second to, to that person, everyone around them. You know, so you're just going to walk up to a group and just spam acid spray on everyone a whole bunch of times, and they're all going to explode.
1: Yeah, Pretty yeah. Much. I can't wait. This is going to be yeah. great.
0: Well, and also, uh, <laughs> acid acid spray applies a dot to everyone that it hits, and if I'm reading this right, this this can hit this can apply to every target that you hit. So if you sh- hit, shoot acid spray at four people, they're all going to get this two k pulsating AOE dot. that's going to be overlapping on each other. It's going to be dirty. It's going to be real dirty.
1: <laughs> yeah, that combination, because there are videos out there of Azerblite doing over a million DPS mm-hmm. on trash poles and group poles and stuff like that. You put that with this, and it's good night.
0: Yeah, especially, I mean, I'm thinking in BGs, you know, what does everyone say pretty much every match you're in? Stay with the group. Stay close. You know, the, the teams that are successful are the ones that, that do that. Uh, and this is just going to be a hard counter against that strategy. And it's just going to be like, all right, you want to stay close? You know, take some of this. Maybe maybe you're a warden. You're throwing some sub-assault in behind it as well. It's not going to be pretty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be like a three to five meter radius. If, uh, you know, for I guess for how much potential damage it might be able to do.
4: Yeah. Just all boils down to how long that how long that effect's going to last that's yeah. you know that could make this a an amazing set or it could make it a set that nobody even looks at
0: <laughs> yeah exactly how, how long and how big is the aoe it, this set either is either amazing or it sucks or it's somewhere in the middle we, we really don't know <laughs> uh all right yeah, and i guess
2: i guess depending on how rampant it it becomes i mean maybe you'll start seeing people actually running cleanse more often for those uh, group aoe uh, I can see clean, that uh, cleans. Yeah.
0: Harken back to the dot meta, not that long ago. What's your guess? It.
1: My my guess is going to be ten seconds on it because it's got a it can occur every fifteen seconds. So can, do you I think? I can it, that. I can see yeah. ten
4: seconds. I, I my guess is five seconds, but maybe I'm I'm being a little harsh with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I don't. Know. I, have, I have a feeling that's it's probably op is my guess, and it's probably going to be used a lot. Um, all right, uh, the last Overland set is a, a heavy armor set. It's called Eternal Vigor. Um, it gives you magicka and stamina recovery, health recovery, and then the five-piece uh, gives you a line of max health, uh, and also 337 stamina and magicka recovery while your health is over 50%. Health re- one, I'm health. sorry, 1011 health recovery while your health is below 50%. This seems like another Davia set to me.
4: <laughs> this. this is. I was just about to say, this is one of my favorite sets, of the new sets that I, I've looked over. Uh, I love. I love this new thing that they're doing, where it's with the, it affects where your health is at, above or below. Oh yeah. Uh, and I love the fact that you're getting diversity from one set. You're getting multiple things that you need at certain times. Uh, you know, while your health's up, it's all about recovery. You're doing your abilities. While your health's down. Uh, a little bit of survivability to get your health right back back above 50%. I think this is, oh, uh, I think this is
0: You great. have a build that uses, um, ancient dragon guard, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. it's a similar yeah. kind of set, right? It gives you a damage buff when you're over 50% and a resistance buff when you're below 50%, right?
4: I think this pairs great with that. I mean, I think, yeah. the, I think this is a perfect pairing for ancient. Yeah. Do you dragon think you're
0: going to do that? Like pair those together?
4: Yes. Yes, I. I have. Uh, I. I've already made plans. To it seems to like they're made together. for each
0: other because, like, ancient dragon guard gives you damage and defense. This set gives you sustain and defense. Yeah. So you got it's, all it's, the bases covered with these two sets already. So just whatever mythic item or mo- monster set you want to throw into to the mix, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah. Think about throwing a torque of tonal constancy on that build. Yeah. Yeah, man, you exactly. could have some
0: crazy stuff going on. <laughs> man, that's a lot of uh, like weird math the servers having to do too. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this seems neat. This seems uh, especially yeah. like I think if Ancient Dragon Guard didn't exist, I would be maybe slightly less excited about this one. I mean, even though it would still be cool, but just the fact that those seem like a just a dream pair, like put them yeah, together, and pair. it's a great, well-rounded build.
4: Well, and I think a great hidden little nugget on this build, on this set right here, is that five-piece, that 1407 max health. I mean, yeah. the two through four is great with the, the recovery, but to get the five-piece bonus as well as that max health is – That's true. Uh, is, that's great.
0: Yeah, it's very, very nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool set. I feel like this is kind of a, a sleeper – this is one I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about, but it just seems like one of the – better like just good well-rounded you could put this on just about any build or any stamina build and it's going to work really well or no any any build magica or stamina yeah
4: Yeah. and that's the great thing too is ancient dragon guards the exact same way so it's it's such diversity and you can be real creative with it i i love uh i love that idea
1: very or you pair it with Shacklebreaker, Max Stats, you know, both yeah. Max Magicka, Max Stamina, and you get Regen on Shacklebreaker and Spell and Weapon Damage. So Shacklebreaker paired with that yeah. would be... Super well-rounded.
0: Yeah, I like it. These over Overall, these are some cool Overland sets. Just for something that you can just go buy at a, at a Guild Trader or whatever, or just get out of some Overland um, treasure chests and stuff like that. I think they have really done a great job of making what? some easy-to-get sets really attractive
4: really that's a really good point all three of these sets uh i think have good usage and i think they'll all three be used that's actually really exciting all three overland sets i think are yeah. going to be used by um pve and pvp so. yeah
0: cool um well that's all the overland sets uh next up we have uh three new crafted sets uh and the first one this is the biggie guys all right uh students cool favor Oh, boy. All right. So uh, the two-piece gives us weapon and spell damage. The three-piece gives us physical and spell penetration. The four-piece gives us, yet again, weapon and spell damage. And then the five-piece. Man, I don't, I don't even know if I, if I want to read this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> increase, duck and cover. Duck and cover. <laughs> <laughs> increase your physical and spell penetration by 13,000. 355 against off balance targets. Uh, What are you guys thoughts about 13,355 penetration (laughs) against off balance enemies? Uh, Let's start
1: with grim.
0: Grim, what do you think?
1: Um, You know, I'm watching other content creators and they're, they're doing a really good job with testing this right now. And right now this is coming in 17. If you were to take a, a mall, um, a mall for this, or a mall for new moons. This this is performing seventeen percent. It's doing seventeen percent more damage than new moon. Wow, and Outrage. that's Outrage. that's scary. And people skilled PvPers don't have a problem getting their target off balance. So I think no. this is going to be an example of seeing people absolutely deleted. Absolutely, you know, deleted. Yes. <laughs> yeah, take flight, goodbye. I mean, so, <laughs> so
0: we have dizzying swing. Sets people off balance. Uh, Templars have Toppling Charge. Wardens have Cliff Racer. Dragon Knights have Flame Lash. Night Blades have Surprise Attack. Uh, there's the Champion Point Tactician Passive. Am I missing anything? Uh, there's lots of ways to set people off balance, right? <laughs> I think yeah. basically everyone is wearing this set. This is the meta set, next patch, right here.
1: Yeah. Probably this. It's scary.
0: Um Fury, New Moon Acolyte, um, Balorgh is getting a bit of a rework. That's probably going to be in there, or um, or possibly that new mythic item, the the twenty five percent bonus damage one. Uh, absolutely terrifying.
4: As yeah. as much as I was saying I liked the last set we talked about in the Overland, the Eternal Vigor, I dislike this set that much. <laughs> uh, I just I feel like that this is just New Moon Acolyte all over again. You know. Yeah. I, it's basically it, so it's,
0: good, why ever use anything yeah, else at all?
4: It, it it totally goes against creativity. It which overshadows
0: it, everything else and the in the entire patch, basically. Yeah.
4: All those overland sets we said how great they were, how they, you know, inspire creativity and you can everybody's gonna be changing it up. Any build created right now is gonna be better if you add this set. Yeah. So it's just I just I don't like sets. That just take over that much and and that's kind of what new moon acolyte did and this is seemingly doubling down on the power of new moon acolyte which is just kind of terrifying and uh, i just really think it takes away from creative builds i'm very against meta you know i, I think creativity creative builds the the if you can make those work and, and you find a little niche that makes it unique and still com- can compete with the meta mm-hmm. this just makes uh, and i think we're all that kind of style player and this just makes that even harder for us to do is that going up against this it's going to be very very difficult to be competitive against this if you're not using this
1: i think mission accomplished on their side wasn't one of the things that they talked about was closing the skill gap this set will do that by itself yeah because if you can land
0: two or three hits on someone that's going to be all it takes
1: yeah, you, you've been playing the game for one month, you ground your player up to, your character up to CP, and you throw this on it, and you don't know anything else other than dizzy swing, spamming, and congratulations, you're, you're killing people that you wouldn't normally. So they accomplished their goal of closing the skill gap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great that's point. A point.
4: I have high, high hopes that this will change by the time of launch. I don't think it will, but
0: I have to, to imagine they're open. going to drop that penetration. It's still probably going to be, I would say, at least 10k going live. Uh, I have to think this is going to get nerfed. Uh, also, let's not forget that um, the, the two-piece, or I'm sorry, the three-piece also gives you penetration as well. Uh, this is a set that can be worn by Magicka or Stamina Builds. Magicka Builds, by default, already have 10k penetration just, well, just right out of the gate. Um you know it's it's it's, basically unless you're like fully like above the resistance cap basically above the resistance cap you're basically going to be standing naked in front of whoever's wearing this set yeah wild stuff wild wild stuff (laughs) (laughs)
4: um all
0: right anything else to say about stoon's favor
4: i just say the next set we're talking about, that poor set, to follow up that set. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about Dragon's
4: Appetite
0: here. <laughs> um, Alright, so Dragon's Appetite uh, its going to give you weapon damage, uh, and then two lines of stamina recovery, uh, and then the five-piece is going to increase your damage done to bleeding enemies by 225, Uh, and then dealing non-bleed damage to bleeding enemies generates a persistent stack of Dragon's Appetite. They're all about these persistent stacks, this patch. Uh, Up to once a second, and after 10 seconds, you consume Dragon's Appetite and heal for 6,415. That's a mouthful. Uh, So basically, if an enemy's bleeding, you deal 225 extra damage to them, and about every 10 seconds, you're going to get a 6K heal.
4: Right? Really, the most overshadowed set after following students. It's just
3: <laughs>
0: I feel like this is the weakest thing in this whole entire pack.
4: <laughs> and it yeah. followed the maybe the strongest set ever. It's yeah. just yeah. I, yeah.
0: I don't. I'm trying to like figure out why I would use this instead of just Hunting's Rage. You know, this gives me yeah. 225 damage against bleeding enemies. Hunting's Rage gives me 300 weapon damage against every enemy all the time, whether they're bleeding or not. Uh, and this this set here, Dragon's Appetite, is under ideal circumstances is going to give me a six k burst heal every about every ten seconds. But again, at the same time, the the weapon damage stat that I get from Hunting's Rage is boosting all of my heals all the time. Um, well, I think but...
4: it, I think it's important to mention too that that heal not going to be real easy to get because you get the bleed damage you deal your damage increase the bleed bleeding enemies, but you only generate the stacks on non, uh, or I guess dealing non non bleed damage to bleeding enemies. Okay. But yeah, to exclude that that
0: damage type though, is still just like an unnecessary hurdle for this already struggling set. Like this is just literally no one is going to equip this, this armor set, you know, unless except for players who just don't know any better.
1: Yeah. A werewolf build, you know, yeah, I see it on the werewolf. I can see that.
0: But even then, I mean, would a, would a werewolf benefit more from Hunting's Rage or just some just typical damage set?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I would have to field test that. But yeah, that's like you're saying, there's too many conditions, whereas you get it all with Hunting's Rage right out the, you yeah, know.
0: Yeah, and there's no like proc or anything as you just have it and it's there
4: and that's not even that strong of a heal. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a pretty weak heal and even doubling down on the weakness of it in uh in PVP. So Yeah,
1: 3200 heal in PVP. That's yeah. that's that's not Super <laughs> That's one one vigor tick, not even, <laughs> yeah. you know. Surely
0: so. this set will be buffed before it goes live and surely student's favor will be nerfed, right? <laughs> Can we just ask that of the universe? Let's, let's hope for that. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll
4: give Dragon's Appetite. It's a cool name. Cool name for a set. Good I will name. give it that
0: good name dragon that's a hungry so, dragon
4: usually not a good sign if the best part of the set is the name but you know <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this last crafted set um, is called spell parasite it gives you spell damage spell critical and max magica. and in the five piece uh, whenever you deal damage you restore 63 magicka and that can happen every 0.25 seconds so if you're getting the full proc out of this, which I've, I imagine only a Templar is going to be able to do. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be hard to get the full proc out of this. But that would be a total of 252 Magicka per second, which equates to 504 Magicka recovery. So that's a yeah. pretty good Mag recovery buff. But it's like, how often are you actually going to be able to get all of that?
2: What's that set that, um uh, I guess, like, whenever you do damage or something, it kind of, like bonds you to the target and it's with like a laser or something and then it's just constantly doing damage.
1: Is yeah, it like Zons or something? Zons. zons, yeah.
2: Yeah, would that be uh I mean that sounds like I mean I guess how often is that 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 bond when you're using Zons is how how often is that procking I think it's a
0: that damage ticks once per second, I think. Um so you would You know, you'd be getting partial benefit out of this, and if you have other dots ticking and like AOE on the ground and stuff like that, I mean, it's definitely possible that you would be uh, getting that, uh, getting more than just one proc a second. Uh, But I just feel like the amount of times you're getting the full benefit out of this, it's it's not going to be all the time. It probably is not even going to be half the
1: time. Uh, Dot builds. I would imagine. Yeah,
4: no, I was yeah. going to ask you guys with with your Mag decays, is there any appeal to this with you guys cuz I know sustain's tough on them with with the amount of dots that Mag have. Is there any appeal uh, with this set to to a Mag decay build?
0: I mean, if I tested it out and it turned out that this Sane was like way better than Lich or seducer or something like that, then then possibly so. That's that, that's what it has to beat, right? One of those sets. Yeah.
1: Um a Mag magic Warden as well if you're putting your flies or fletches or whatever on you're always going to be keeping the target debuffed mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, that would be a scenario too I guess
3: yeah
2: what
1: about uh, Templars with the jabbing because yeah, uh, that was the
0: first my first point I think like the jabs that hits four times a second right so that seems like perfect
1: yeah
2: and I and guess if you if you tie that with uh, like overwhelming surge I mean that's and Probably near like infinite sustain, right? And if you also put in that uh, other set from uh, the Mystic set, the uh, was it is it Thracian? I forget the names.
0: Thrassian is the one with with the huge damage buff. Uh,
2: there
0: you go. No, no, you just
4: one. you just made uh, the meta. <laughs> yeah, is that you just, just spell Parasite
0: Thrassian, guys?
4: That yep. meta is just hitting the jabs button repeatedly, and on a magpie, those jabs are going to be healing you. So that's actually a little terrifying to think about—just unending jabs as it's healing and sustaining. Just over and, yeah. over and over and over and over and over. Because the,
1: the turning point on being able to spam sweeps, my main was a uh, Magplar and um, Spartan. And the turning point is about 1700 to 1800 magic regen. And as long as you're light attack weaving between your sweeps, you can go endlessly, you know, at, at seventeen to 1800 magic regen. So this gives you 504. Just by doing your sweeps. <laughs> so, um,
2: it, it wasn't, I was I wasn't, uh, thinking Thrasien, uh, Bloodlord's Embrace with like Overwhelming and, uh, this set here. You know, if say you're, you, or not, I guess even if you were, uh, like one v one somebody, you would, and you're just jabbing constantly, then I don't yeah. see how you could ever run out of, uh, Magicka. Because even whenever they attack you, you're gaining Magicka. And then according to this, whenever you're, doing damage you're getting magicka and you know overwhelming set already does the three uh what was a 33 percent um uh what the hell is that
4: 33 what is
2: it that's I'll a really good point
4: real that's a really good point i see that Bloodlord's embrace that might be become that might become a pretty big dueling
0: on a, on a templar yeah. especially yeah i was about to say that Bloodlords with with this spell parasite mm-hmm. it could be a pretty sweet combo with a sword and shield magplar
2: yeah sure. and like for, like for pve i think it'll be pretty pretty good like you know even like anyone who's putting dots like on a like for a sork or whatever mm-hmm. like it, on, on a boss it's gonna be really yeah, really especially nice. considering
0: all the mobs and stuff that are typically around uh yeah mm-hmm. pve probably gonna get a whole lot out of this for sure right on it'll
1: have a better uptime it'll have mm-hmm. a better uptime than lich lich only procs it when you're below 50%, right? This is uptime
0: like 25% or something. Yeah. 25. Yeah. This is uptime like
1: from the beginning. Yeah. Your potions are going to be back off uh, cooldown and you're going to maintain This is an interesting set.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. At first glance, it kind of seemed a, a little lame to me, but I guess since we've been talking about it here, I'm now I'm like looking at it in a, in a new light. Like, Oh man, maybe is this the new best sustained set in the game actually? <laughs>
1: uh, well, maybe not with the changes to Amberplasm. Oh, I can't wait
0: to talk about Amberplasm. <laughs> It's coming up. It's yeah. Coming up. yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on and talk about these new trial sets. Uh, some of these are actually really, really cool. Um, So the first one here is a Magicka DPS set. It's called Roaring Opportunist. Now, I think this is one of the coolest names uh, of all these sets. I like like Roaring Opportunist. Um, The two-piece gives you spell penetration. Uh, The three-piece is minor slayer at all times, basically like every uh, trial damage set. Uh, That increases your damage done to trial, dungeon, and arena monsters by 5%. Uh, The four-piece gives you spell damage. Uh, and then the five-piece, these all come in perfected and non-perfected versions, right? Depending on if you get, do the, the normal version or the veteran version of the trial. Um, so the perfected version, if you have that, you get a line of max magicka. Uh, and then the, the normal five-piece bonus, uh, when you deal damage with a fully charged heavy attack uh, to an enemy that's off balance, uh, you give yourself and up to 11 group members, major slayer, uh, which increases damage done to Dungeon Trial and Arena Monsters by 15% for 10 seconds, uh, and the the target can only be affected by that once every 22 seconds, so slightly less than 50% uptime, but it grants that bonus to your entire raid group. Um, so a lot of in-game PvEers are expecting uh, this to replace Master Architect and War Machine. Uh, those are two sets that they also grant um, Major Slayer to, to friendlies, uh, but I think it only applies to two people at a time. And they can potentially have a higher uptime. But if you can have almost a 50% uptime on everyone in the raid group, I think that's definitely better. Any thoughts?
1: Are, are we going to see this paired with students?
0: In raids, probably.
4: could say that about every set. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Insert here, paired with students. Yeah.
4: Paired with students? Yeah.
0: It's it's like for for Grim and I, you know, we make these build videos and uh, Grim, I'm sure you experienced this too on at least half the videos I put up, if it's a stamina uh, character, especially... There's at least one person that comments and asking why I'm not just using New Moon Acolyte. So I think, yeah. think Stoons is going to just be the new that. You
4: guys, you guys yeah. are going to have to add disclaimers to the beginning of your videos. So. Yeah. 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 This is I my mean,
0: new, a- new non Stoons build. Non-stunes. Check it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Five views, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. I think if you in the title put the new Stoons build and it not have it in there, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) like you just use it as clickbait, like yeah. And that's the thing is everybody's there's a thousand. There's going to be a thousand videos out there of everybody running the exact same build. Oh yeah, you know, and and how great it is. And uh, I I I don't think that we want to be that, you know. Well, there's just
0: no point, you know, because if that's what if that's what people want, there's a like you said, there's an infinite number of those videos to go to go see. The the meta gets established really quickly, really conclusively. And there's a ton of content creators to go find that information. So I, f- I feel like if, if I'm just going to make another one of those builds, it's not really worth the time and energy that it, that it takes me to make these things. Right. Um, all right. Roaring opportunists. <laughs> Somehow all these end up back to a conversation yeah. about students. <laughs> forgot I forgot that we were even talking about roaring yeah. opportunists.
4: <laughs> I, I mean... I, <laughs> this set doesn't appeal to me much but I do think it's cool that the the, the really really intense PvE, you know, trials and 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 you know yeah. dungeon achievement guilds. I think this is really exciting for them that they have something new to, to aim for, you know. They're all going to be going for this and so yeah. I think that's cool. It gives them some some uh rewards for for this new stuff coming out. They're probably already uh making strategies on how and on how and who in the in the group is going to start wearing these sets
0: yeah yeah i absolutely at least one person in the raid i think is going to be like required to wear this set probably Uh, i don't know i could be wrong i'm not much of a hardcore pve or so i could be totally wrong but that's what it, it seems like it's too good not to um next one here is called yandir's might um this one is super super cool i'm actually really excited about this one this is a stamina dps set um it gives you 129 weapon damage the three piece is minor slayer at all times again Um, The 4-piece gives you Stamina Recovery. Uh, For the 5-piece, if you have the Perfected version, you're going to get Physical Penetration. And then for the um, 5-piece, it's a mouthful, so stay with me here. Dealing Critical Damage grants you a stack of Giant's Endurance uh, once per second, 5 stacks max. I kind of did my own abridged version of this. (laughs) Um, Each stack of Giant's Endurance adds 100 Stamina Recovery uh, and then dealing damage with a fully charged Heavy Attack removes Giant's Endurance and grants you Giant's Might for 10 seconds, and that increases your weapon damage by 158 per stack removed. And you can't have both uh, Giant's Endurance and Might active at the same time. So that's a big mouthful, I'm gonna kinda Uh, rephrase that (laughs) as though it's just a little easier to understand when you get you you deal critical damage you gain these stacks up to five stacks max when you have all five stacks you have um, a constant 500 stamina recovery buff and you just keep that for as long as you want it. you just have 500 stamina recovery now Uh, and then whenever you're ready to trade that recovery for damage do a heavy attack and now you have 790 weapon damage instead of that 500 stamina recovery. Uh, And then you're going to start gaining the stacks back again as well. Um, So this is so cool. This is both a stamina and damage set, and it gives the player the ability to to make the decision in the moment which one they want as the situation requires. Uh, Grim, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. This seems like it could even be good for PvP.
1: Yeah, I um so obviously you could put this with stuns. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Imagine that. <laughs> but another setup that came to mind was running it with fury. Imagine that too. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, wait till you're full stacks with fury. You've got the 700 weapon damage from fury, then hit your heavy attack on that with this and your weapon damage is off the charts. Then yeah. hit your lead. And if you were to pair those two sets yonder, uh, with Fury, and then um, also put it with the, um, let me look for it, Malakath's
3: uh-huh.
1: band for the damage flat twenty five percent damage increase. Yeah. Um, of it's course, you might you might not be able to hit your. You have to crit with this, don't you? Let's see dealing critical damage so you won't be able to put this with Malakas band because you're immune that's true so but at least fury with this and then wait till you're at full stacks on fury or if you want the full uptime on it you know you put it with new moon i guess so
0: it seems like it could work perfectly with a two-hander build because it's it's pretty common for stamina builds with a two-hander to to begin their combo with a heavy attack because uh, right. uh, there's a two-hander passive that increases your the following attack by, I think,
1: 10%. Yeah, follow-up. Um, yep.
0: So, you know, this would just synergize perfectly with that. You're already starting your combo with a heavy attack, uh, and that also is giving you this 790 weapon damage for for your next attack to have that, plus that 10% follow-up bonus. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in PvP, it would have a dead three-piece bonus, right? That minor slayer doesn't do anything, but I think it's probably worth giving that up because that five piece bonus is really nice.
1: I wonder what a uh, dawn breaker is going to look like with a heavy attack of, uh, you know, follow up passive from the two hander into a dawn breaker at full stacks with this and fury.
0: Or students. Or students. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, uh, I think this is just overall a really cool, really, really cool set. The perfected, the adding the 1487 physical penetration, I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of diversity, like you guys have said. And just, just it's just a cool sounding set. I it's mean, cool this, yand- this Yander is probably some giant NPC. and So you get this giant's endurance or this, you know, this giant's might. Like, I think they just did a really good job on this set. Uh, plus, it's, you know it definitely has a, a pvp uh, usage i think which is cool to see some of these trial sets still be appealing to pvp mm-hmm. um yeah i think overall they did a great job on the set it's cool that it's in trial it sounds really cool yeah uh really a lot of diversity um the perfected is definitely worth going for that's a that's a massive yeah that uh, penetration
0: is nice yeah, and yeah i just kind i love of... the idea of just giving the the player the ability to, to choose which mode they want this set to be in it's just it's really cool
1: and it's continuous right it yeah if you get the, the max if you get
0: the recovery stacks you can keep that forever as long as you don't do a heavy attack
1: yeah so you could just kind of move around the battlefield with uh 500 additional stamina recovery yeah. until you decide that you need to turn it up
0: yeah when it's time to get that kill just do a heavy attack do your combo um, and then you'll start getting those stacks again after the, the 10 second damage buff is over and you'll get your
1: recovery back.
4: That's an and awesome set. set. Yeah. yeah. And that five, that five piece, uh, perfected that physical penetration bonus totally makes up for the lack of a three piece bonus in PVP. Yeah. I mean, that's a, honestly, that's it a really does.
0: That's a great point. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yandere's might, uh, yeah, it's interesting that a trial that PVP people are looking at a trial set, like rubbing our hands together, you know,
3: it's, <laughs> uh, it's
0: kind of neat. Um, Alright, the healing set from the trial is called Kynes Wind, K-Y-N-E, Kynes Wind. Uh, It gives us Magicka Recovery, uh, Minor Aegis at all times, so that reduces your damage taken from Dungeon, Trial, and Arena Monsters by 5%. Uh, The four-piece adds uh, 4% healing done. Uh, The five-piece for the Perfected version gives you an extra line of Magicka Recovery, um, and then casting an ability or drinking a potion that applies a major buff to yourself or an ally, creates a pool of kind's Blessing for four seconds. How big of a pool? We don't know. Uh, it's
4: always, <laughs> you... We always don't know the size. That's, it, it's such a mystery, baby. No. Uh,
0: so you and your ally standing inside the pool restore 508 Stamina and magica every second. Uh, and that can, that can occur every 10 seconds. Uh, so four, sec- four seconds out of 10 seconds... So, 508 Magicka and Stamina every one second is equivalent to 1,016 recovery. A lot of recovery for four seconds. I think that we need to know how big this pool is. That's what we need to know.
4: I love the idea of this set. I can very much see me using this, uh, (laughs) even on changing up my... I have a PvP healer main. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the idea of this set. It's such a cool group buff utility, um, but it all goes down to how big, how big the pool is, you know.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great, great recovery buff that that's giving you for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I like the whole idea of all of it. Um, again, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a like growth star. Uh, range, uh, you know, like just like five meters or five, eight meters. I forget how big it is, um, but yeah, no. Especially for the uh, those super sweaty trial uh, groups and stuff, where you know they got things on point and stuff. That's going to be uh, quite essential. Yeah, yeah. Especially
0: and- if everyone's out. like optimizing their build, like assuming they're going to be getting some recovery from this, so they're not even building recovery into their actual damage build. They're just stacking damage to the sky, assuming the healer's going to have them covered with this. Of kinds blessing,
1: yeah, you know, think about this too. We have an ongoing theme here, um, it's geared towards damage. Let's take three categories we have our damage category, then we have our resistance category, and then we have our sustain category. Mm-hmm. And so under the sustain category, you kind of have the counterplay too. Like, if you have enough sustain, then you have the ability to counterplay damage being put into you or mm-hmm. whatever they're putting a lot of uh, focus into the damage area Mm -hmm. and inside the damage area, they're putting a lot of focus on stripping resistances and um, eliminating the tanky meta, I guess. Yeah. And
4: a lot of penetration,
1: a lot of penetration. And then if you look at the state or the resistance category, a lot of the monster sets and like things are being changed to where max resistance can be negated or be um, cut through. So resistances are less of a factor right now. And then there's so much uh, focus put into sustain at this point, like tons of sustain options. And I think that that's what they're doing right now is, Focus damage, focus sustain. So right. if you don't kill them and burst them outright, they have the resources to counterplay and get back in the fight from a PvP standpoint. And that's what I'm seeing trend trending right now.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like I like those that kind of being the, the dichotomy that you're choosing between those two things. Yeah. I've, I've never really enjoyed playing tanky builds. So honestly, I think I'm going to feel right at home in this meta, although it is a little scary but i think i think i'm gonna be doing all right
1: yeah is there going to be a counterplay window yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah exactly if uh if you know i get hit by a 30k dizzy swing out of stealth you know does it does it matter if i'm able to counterplay or
3: not
1: yeah Um, and you start grouping people together with those capabilities it especially lowers the counterplay capability and fights could snowball very quickly yeah out of control
0: yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see how things shape up like a few weeks after the patch goes live um yeah I think I think we'll, we'll probably like barely recognize this game just like the build the the build diversity and there's the different kinds of builds and what this new meta looks like it's going to be a different a different ball game. Uh, let's move on to the tanking set here. So we have Vrol's Command, V-R-O-L, Vrol's Command. It's a tanking set, um, gives you max stamina. Uh, the three piece, again, gives you minor aegis at all times. Um, the four piece gives you max health. The five piece for the, perf- uh, for the perfected version gives you an additional 4% healing taken. And then after dealing damage with a fully charged heavy attack, uh, apply minor eight or I'm sorry apply major ages to you and up to five nearby group members for 10 seconds and that reduces their damage taken from tri- uh, trial dungeon and arena monsters by 15% uh, and that can happen once every 28 seconds so this is obviously like you're an experienced tank you've you know the mechanics you know that some heavy hitting mechanic is about to come up uh, and your melee damage dealers are going to be in some serious trouble. So you anticipate that. You hit the boss with a heavy attack. They all now have major Aegis, for, hopefully for the duration of that mechanic, and they can keep doing their DPS and, and not die. That's that's what this is all about here.
2: Um. So there's no range indicator here, so would it just be like, hey, we're all in the same area, we're all going to get it?
0: I'm... Um, I don't know. My assumption would be it's a 28-meter area, and just whoever's closest, the five people that are closest to you in that area would be my guess. Okay. Um, it's a cool set. I mean, it seems like it could be really useful, uh, and it's not a selfish tanking set, which is a good thing. Um, I don't know how it stacks up against the current tanking meta. Um, it seems like most trial groups, at least back when I was doing a lot of PvE, most trial groups, what they wanted from the tank is to help their uh, damage dealers do more damage, basically.
4: Well, and the wording um, on this one kind of makes sense because it's five nearby group members, so it's the tank and then all those melee mm-hmm. DPS dealers are going to be protected while they're up there near the boss. You know, there will probably be more...
0: I bet this will be needed. There'll probably be like specific boss fights, right? Like the tank will be like, oh, hold on, let me put on my rolls real quick. We're gonna need this for this fight because this has this mechanic and we're gonna have to do it. Probably not every fight, but you know, the good tanks, they, they know every fight. They know all the mechanics, they know what, and like, you know, some, some top tier tanks that I've rolled with before, they, they swap their tanking setup each fight. You know, like uh, this, this is my tanking setup for this boss. Now we're going to this boss, I'm going to switch sets, and and so on. Um, so this will probably be another one of those. Like Probably some tanks will just have this in their inventory and whip it out when, whenever they think they need it.
1: Uh, you know how we commented on <laughs> the silly math that's going to be involved in the game now, accounting for all the different ways to sus- sustain sets and everything else? Yeah, yeah. Look at another reoccur- a reoccurring theme here, and uh, there's a lot of things that are uh, built around heavy attack. Imagine if they would have implemented, the light and heavy attack changes while they were implementing all this. Like, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> it would be, be a
0: whole yeah. Like, what even is this game right now? Like, yeah, I even completely
1: play? different game. If they would yeah. have done the light and heavy attacks with all these armor sets and stuff. Yeah. So anyone, so. anyone
0: listening to to this, if you're not aware what we're talking about, they did a, a special like test cycle that wasn't uh, associated with any kind of content release. This is a few weeks ago. Uh, and they were specifically just testing this new idea uh, with how light and heavy attacks uh, should work. And they, they, they just had this idea and they wanted people to test it out. turns out it was pretty much unanim- unanimously negative feedback. That everyone's basically like, please do not do this. <laughs> um, and so they listened. They're like, okay, okay, we're not going to do it. All right, never mind. Bad idea, <laughs> which I think was pretty cool. I'm glad that that's how they did it um yeah but yeah if they had gone through with that it, along with all this other stuff that's happening here I just, yeah i feel like that would be way overwhelming that you would make sense of, of what this patch is going to look like
1: yeah
4: just to stick with the theme should we mention this set with students no, <laughs> <laughs> no imagine the set with stoons. Right. no this set with <laughs> stuns, guys the tank is gonna be you know. that's the tank meta world's
0: command and students yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Right on. Uh, All right. Well, I think at this point is a good point to um, take a little bit of a break, stretch my legs. Uh, I think I need another restroom break anyway. Uh, So let's just take five or 10 and we'll just make our way back here and finish it
3: out after that. Cool. Cool.
1: You know, you're going to have high level players that are running into A lower level player that's spamming dizzy swing and they're still going to be a real handful because of their build
2: but um i guess i guess i have like two things like one you know i guess you know you know it's kind of like you know in those like fighter like those um those regular like fighter games like uh, street fighter tekken whatever you got the one guy who's just spamming kick you know, that's what <laughs> can do. and like you know, if if you're, and it's funny, like sometimes they'll beat the experienced players, but there's there's ways to beat it. You know, yeah. you can counter it and stuff. Um, so I don't think that would be too much of a problem, um, for the people spamming dizzy swing. But I guess, um, in terms of closing the skill gap, so is it is it just that? Because th- there's so many skills in the game. Um, you think it's just like they put too much sustain on this set that you know now you're you know people can get away with like doing too much with something
1: i worry about currently i think you kind of have to choose between go heavy damage or do i want to be a little bit more sustained it's kind of hard to have it all um you know we're gonna give those guys that are currently running 6k weapon damage and 2k stamina recovery We're going to give them um, 8K weapon damage with 13,000 weapon penetration and um, a base 3K or 4K stamina recovery now. (laughs) That's what I fear. We're going to run into those guys that are just absolutely unkillable and can turn the fight on its head in a heartbeat. Um, That's going to be what's happened. There's going to be a clear-cut meta. And these guys when you run into them are gonna be demigods on the battlefield.
2: Yeah. Um oh yeah, and the and the Thracian uh stranglers.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: you know, because you know, I noticed when we're uh when we're running around sewers, when you hit somebody when, when we put the major and the minor vulnerability on somebody, they get they it's a noticeable increase in damage they're receiving. You oh, know, yeah. both 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 on PVE and PvP uh people that we hit with that with both of our buffs on them so you know if you're at max stacks you already have a self-inflicted major and minor vulnerability and could you imagine like you i, I mean i wouldn't be surprised if your colossus just putting that on them if that did not already kill them you know yeah. but then say we put say we we debuff this guy who is fully kicked up and kicked out with this strangler uh buff so now he's almost taking 80 percent increased (laughs) damage yeah like this guy is toast
0: that's what's really interesting about this upcoming meta to me is like man there's going to be so much damage flying around but at the same time these people with all this damage are going to be super squish like it's it's really interesting to see how this is going to play out
1: i mean a sorcerer's mobility is going to be there and their shields now. As long as their shields take the additional damage. Yeah, too, that's what I'm like, curious
0: about. Do the shields take the extra damage?
2: Oh, yeah. oh you know what?
0: Imperial physique
2: thing. and Gracian.
4: That would be pretty good.
2: Yeah, and the students. Sor-
4: the Sorks is <laughs> <laughs> the. The Sorks are what scared me the most going on this because Sorks are already at least, and especially in PvP, they're already at such a distance, and they just melt you before you can get to them, and now they just seem to be able that they're going to be able to double down on that yeah. like I are we the, going to be able to get near a sork to to take them down
0: the the one saving grace there is i think a sork might have a hard time making good use out of students uh because i don't think they have super easy access to off balance um so that might be something
1: yeah i don't know that students is the play for them but the thoracians and then run um even baylarg with a with you a could... meteor,
0: with a meteor combo
1: you can run an armor set. What's the armor set that your damage starts getting lessened as your or your resistances go up as you lose more health? What was that called? Oh,
0: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark of the Pariah.
1: You could put a, um, a Bright Throat's boast with Mark of the Pariah and that set, or the and Thrasians, mm-hmm. and you'll have you you might have it all. Right there. You just
0: might have it all. And you have sustain with with Dark Exchange. Yep. Um, I don't want to think about it. All right. We're We're back from the break. (laughs) Uh, So um, that's all of the new sets there. Uh, Also, a bunch of sets have been reworked. Uh, A ton of them, actually. Too many to cover here. Uh, I've just picked out a couple that I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys have some picked out that you want to as well, but we, we can if you want. Um, but we'll just let's just start with these uh, these couple that I've picked out here. Uh, so the first one, hands up, hands up, guys, in the air. Amber is getting buffed. All right. <laughs> wow. The day the day is here. Uh, I'm so excited. This is uh, this is one of my very favorite sets in this entire game. Um, if you've never used Amberplasm before, it's basically just a Magica DPS set, light armor set, um, but the five-piece bonus gives you 250 Magica and stamina recovery. Uh, and in PvP, for a for a Magica build, having that much Magica recovery and well, having that much stamina recovery and not having to sacrifice Magica recovery to get it is extremely valuable. Uh, it's this is. I have to. Res- I was telling Grimm this earlier. I have to resist the temptation to just farm this set out ten times and put it on all of my Magicka characters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just so good. It's it's so tempting to do that. Uh, so anyway, it's getting buffed. It's already so good, and they're buffing it for some reason. I'm not going to complain about it. Um, so what they're doing uh, on that five piece bonus is, in addition to the Magicka and stamina recovery, they're also adding health recovery to that uh, to that bonus. Uh, And they are increasing the amount of recovery for all three uh, from 250 up to 276, which is a small amount. But considering that you're getting a whole new stat, plus all three of them are getting increased, uh, and also considering this set was already so, so good, Um, this is just, I'm just thrilled to death over this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I want to pair this new Amber Plasm with uh, Spell Parasite. Oh, okay. And I want to infuse all the jewelry to uh, spell damage and then run uh, Bewitched Sugar Skulls for max stat. And I think that that is going to be scary. That
0: sounds like that could work really well. Yeah. I use this, it's I but- use Amber Plasm with Shackle Breaker on my Magplar. That, that works really, really great. Um, so, I mean, I'm probably just going to keep doing that. <laughs>
4: i think this buff is great i mean i think that it's really exciting they're really creating a lot of creativity with sustain yeah uh for this and it's just this just adds to more unique creativity to to find your sustain there's so many new sets and this set changing to just really find creative ways to find sustain i'm excited about it
3: yeah
0: yeah super cool Amberplasm, very cool um, Alright, and the next one I want to talk about uh, is Vampire Lord, and this is probably on all you guys' radar. This is a uh, vampire-themed expansion, um, and the vampires are uh, getting some really interesting reworks that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, so I won't go over all those details for the vampire reworks yet, um, but just in general, some, just generally something to know about what's happening with vampire is um, based on their uh, your stage of vampirism, your flame damage taken gets increased. Um, the cost of your non-vampire abilities gets increased, uh, and the cost of your of your vampire abilities gets decreased. Right. So each stage of vampirism, one through four, uh, as you progress through those, each each one of those effects becomes more and more uh, pronounced. Right. Um, so what Vampire Lord is doing now. So what it did before is it would give what, like 400 spell damage to your vampire abilities and reduce the cost by 6% of your vampire abilities? Um, Right. So now what this set's gonna do is it's basically gonna amplify or magnify those stage one through four buffs and debuffs. So this set is gonna make you take even more flame damage based on your stage of vampirism, even more cost reduction for for your vampire abilities uh, and even more cost increase for your non-vampire non-vam- abilities. So it's kind of, if you're a vampire and you put this set on, it's you know basically forcing you to fully, fully commit to playing as a vampire uh, and, and really going all in on that play style. Davis, I know that you had been talking about using this on your vampire this next patch. Are you still planning to do that?
4: yeah uh so i actually as soon as i heard about the vampire uh changes i actually went and uh grabbed up a, a set of this set um just in anticipation assuming that they probably would make some changes or it would be good um but you know we'll like you said we'll talk more about vampire later but it really looks like this new vampire really pushes you to kind of go all in on the vampire uh you know the stages yeah. kind of depend on that but this set only further kind of doubles down on that. And so I really think this set, uh, good and bad, you know, there's good and bad to this. Uh, I really think this set makes a lot of sense for most vampires. The bad to that is, is that, is every vampire going to be wearing this set?
0: <laughs> I think the people who are good at that playstyle, like they, they actually fully adopt the vampire playstyle to figure out how to get good at that, I think yeah, they're gonna be like superstars in this in this set. You know. Uh don't get hit with a Dawnbreaker though, or a Zons. Uh, You're (laughs) in trouble then. Yeah. Just uh you're gonna have to be super elusive, like always on the move. Uh it's absolutely just gonna have to be a hit and run. And I think probably the moment you stand still you're dead, right? Unless you're um seems cool. I like the idea. I like that it only really works on a vampire. You know, it doesn't it doesn't do anything on anyone else. It's kind of cool. Um, any other thoughts? Alan?
1: I did I did the same thing. I went and I bought a full set of this and uh, with anticipation that the prices were going to jump up or something like that. And I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to throw together with it, but we're going to do something. Also,
0: I'm try to make something happen. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I would be really afraid of the squishiness there. Um, with the flame damage, because you know there's going to be everyone's going to be running around with dawn this next patch. So to counter all the vampires and werewolves, there's going to be a lot more werewolves this next patch too. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, okay. Any other uh, like five piece rework sets you guys want to mention?
4: I I had a couple that I was just going to make that I thought were worth mentioning at least a little bit. Okay. Uh, comments. Uh, one of them being impregnable armor. That's yep. kind of going with the theme of the changes. It's they're nerfing the crit resist. Yeah. Uh, now, in, in
0: relation to that, which I was planning on talking about this later, but we can bring it up now. Um, players are also getting a base amount of crit resist added um, as a as a player stat. So, um, good point. Good it's course. it's interesting. Like I wonder, like the total amount of crit resist that you're going to have. The thing is, is on PTS right now that 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 base crit resist stat isn't actually active. Like they put in the notes, this this isn't working this week. So I don't know how much that's actually going to be. Um, but I wonder how much total crit resist, if it's going to be roughly the same amount if you're wearing impreg this next patch. But I wear that. I wear impreg on a couple of characters. So um, that's going to affect me for sure.
4: Do you, are you thinking about possibly changing from impreg?
0: Um, I mean... Possibly, I think we have to wait and see how much see how much crit resist we're going to be getting yeah. uh, as as a character stat, uh, and you know, depending on that, is is critical resistance going to be the thing that you really need this next batch? I I expect probably it's still going to be like the the best in slot trait that you're going to want to use most of the time. I think that's still probably going to be the case. They're also nerfing the M Pen trait. Um, for armor pieces as well. Um, but still, I mean, I, f- I feel like the fact is going to remain that nothing's going to kill you faster than a giant crit spike. Um, well, I don't know, man, because now we have all this penetration flying around and all this stuff, so maybe m won't even matter at all. <laughs>
3: that's
1: yeah. That's, that's crazy to yeah. think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you're running around naked anyways? Because yeah. if you feel like you're running around naked anyways, you might as well, well fit in. Maybe it you're
0: or... just going to have to invest, yeah, in like mobility and elusiveness or just straight percentage damage reduction stuff like that um okay yeah that's in preg any others davius
4: yeah so the other one was uh organum scales uh i thought the changes to this one were unique uh basically the changes is the set now increases your health recovery by 800 and armor by 6400 while at or below 60 percent health whereas it used to just increase your health recovery by 50% while below 60% health. Yeah, it seems I thought like a significant one, buff. Yeah, I thought this one was interesting because it's it's kind of like this little unique five-piece set among all these others that's going completely the opposite way of all of these massive changes. Like this yeah. one's kind of doubling down on tankiness and health recovery, whereas that's kind of—I I thought that one was kind of cool because it's really going against the grain, of all these other massive changes, uh, so bet, it caused me to kind of look at that one.
0: I bet that yeah. one with uh, Mark of the Pariah would be a fun troll build.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That's uh,
1: uh, uh, Orgnum scales is especially if you're in low BBGs. Orgnum scales is one of the most unkillable yeah. <laughs> uh, sets <laughs> to have in low BBGs. They they're just not able to put enough damage into you. And I think these changes are gonna. I'm gonna revisit this and level some lowbies using this again but you're a demigod on the battlefield with this <laughs> set you put this and and fortified brass together and even after the nerf to fortified brass are a
4: juggernaut that's that's a really great point me and cad always joke about and below and under 50 bgs it's just like the wild west there's just everybody's (laughs) running around there's no heals happening and it's just complete chaos i
0: love low bgs for that reason (laughs) man. i I never really try to optimize a a build for it or anything i'm just i'm just as wild and, and like unprepared as everyone else but it's hilarious to see someone with like a quarter of a health bar for like five minutes, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, they just stick at that like twenty percent health and you're just like, wow, yeah. they're they're still there. And you'll yeah. see you'll
0: see these two people like dueling and they like both their health is like barely there at all, but they're still struggling to like take each other out, you know, just heavy attacking
1: <laughs> yeah. and stuff. It's really yeah. funny. I just picture the kind of a meme, you're standing on the flag, you and this other guy on your team and he's at a quarter percent health, you know. And you're like, you're gonna heal up, and he's like, no vigor, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and he's like, this is all I got. I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like me. that's
0: when, like, like you're an early stamina character, but you have to use like your class magicka heal because that's just the only heal you have. So yeah. this is what you got to use.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No vigor. <laughs> yeah.
0: All well, right. Okay. Do, uh, you guys have any other five piece sets you want to bring up?
1: No.
2: Uh, I guess robes of transmutation got a buff, one thousand more crit on the hot deal. Oh, interesting.
0: That's weird that they're they're nerfing crit resist, but then buffing that one. That's cool. My uh, my um, warden healer uses that set, so I'll take yeah. That.
4: So yeah, that's interesting nice. though, because it's the crit resist is for five seconds now instead of uh, instead of uh, twenty seconds.
0: Oh yeah. So you have to be continuously healing them to to keep refreshing the buff. You can not hard. They can run away. Yeah.
4: I still, I still feel like you, you know, every five seconds, you could probably still keep a hundred percent uptime on that. Oh yeah, as long as your
0: teammates, like I, I always think in terms of BGs, but as long as your teammates are staying close by, like you know, as they should, then yeah.
4: What's the actual number buff on that? I see. Uh, says uh, fourteen hundred crit
2: from thirteen.
0: Okay. So yeah, it's a tiny buff, not huge.
2: So I guess if I'm hitting somebody with the uh, radiating regeneration, so does it, does that five-second um, crit resistance buff um, just keep refreshing as the hot is ticking on that person? So it's like eight seconds plus an extra five, so it's really 13 seconds. Yeah,
0: I think so. Right I think I think oh, every yeah. single time a hot tick ticks on them, and unless it says unless it states a cooldown, then I I think I would assume that it just refreshes every time.
1: So it just falls off quicker. Yeah,
0: yeah, it falls off quicker. So, yeah, you can't, like, if... get them with the buff, and then they can't go run across the map and keep that buff for 20 seconds.
4: That's a good point. I wonder if more people are going to run that set to try to be more, you know, try to find protection in this in this damage world we're going into.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe so. It's Transmutation's always been an awesome, awesome PvP defensive set. I like it a lot, especially for no CP. I made this point in my um, Warden video, but, uh, uh, you know, even in no CP... Uh, critical strike chance and crit um, damage is pretty easy to get in your build, but uh, there's not a lot of sources of critical resistance. So being having an easy, just reliable way to give your whole team quite a lot of extra crit resistance is very, very valuable. Um, okay, well, we'll move on to uh, the monster sets. Again, way too many to talk about all right now. Uh, and so I picked out a couple. Uh, that I want to talk about, and again, you guys can can mention some if you want. Uh, the first one that I assume we're all going to want to talk about is uh, Um So this set, uh, I think, has been buffed considerably. I, I mean, you guys tell me what you think. So it now it will give you uh, weapon and, when you it'll give you weapon and spell damage equal to the amount of ultimate spent, rather than double the amount of ultimate spent. So so a nerf in that regard but it also grants physical and spell penetration equal to 23 times the amount of ultimate spent. So I yeah. think actually that's a considerable
1: buff, right? 11,500 penetration if you spend a 500 ultimate.
0: Yeah, and, and, and along with a 500 weapon spell damage buff, which is nothing to sneeze at either.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's... <laughs> so... Obviously we've been making a lot of stoons jokes, but, but for real though. <laughs> for real. But for real this time, what about this set with stoons? <laughs> I mean, let's just take out anything else about the build. Just just the five piece from stoons and this right here is twenty-five thousand penetration. <laughs>
4: Can I just right. request like a hotkey that just says, what about this with students yeah. I'm just going to press the <laughs> right. button. And just, It'll just and be just like
0: the like the robot voice, like when you make yeah. your computer talk, <laughs> what about students? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. plus your character is going to have some base penetration already. You know, if you have a Maul or a Sharpened Trait or if you're a Magicka build, which Magicka builds can use this and can use Baylorg and students. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I oh. cannot wait until someone has stuns and balorg, and they hit me with a heavy attack, and then take flight onto me, and as I'm rezing back at base, I go and look at <laughs> my armor, and it's all broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you actually have to repair. <laughs> you have to repair everything. It's just shredded. Yeah. It blew the clothes right off me.
4: <laughs> so I, I will.
1: Oh, go ahead, Davius.
4: I was just gonna say I will I will say that I like the changes to the set. I am worried, kind of the same thing with students. Is the mm-hmm. is the changes make it too powerful? But I like that they're adding the penetration because right now everybody's using this set mainly with Baylor and Onslaught. You know, you hit the Onslaught, Onslaught gives you the the penetration, and then you get the double damage. And mm-hmm. so I like that more people. We'll find creative ways to use Baylor and it's kind of going away from the Baylor onslaught pairing. So that's a fantastic think,
0: point. Is it, it, uh, it makes onslaught optional.
4: Yeah, yeah, it creates, it creates diversity, but that being said, I am a little terrified that maybe this is going to be a little too strong. So maybe they, it would just my take, but I would like to see it maybe be nerfed a little bit from this, but we'll see.
0: I, I would like to see that, too. Uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking of, like, uh, a Magicka build that's wearing this, Balorg, uh, Stunes, Thrasian Stranglers. Uh, like we were saying earlier, there's a ton of sources of off-balance, so it's not going to be hard to get the full stack of buffs there. You're easily, for a Magicka build, you're easily, no problem, over 30k penetration minimum. Uh, with... With the Thrasian Stranglers, you're going to be at at least 5k spell damage without even specking into spell damage otherwise. So, I mean, who is going to survive that? It's basically going to have to be you have to kill them or they're going to kill you. <laughs> right? That's the only
1: defense. Yeah. In a much shorter window, because it's already that. Now it's whoever get, whoever hits their number one button
4: quicker
0: yeah it's just a race to who can pull the combo off first that's what it is yeah yeah
4: that's- is this is this pvp meta going to be you know like an imperial city or cyrodiil or battlegrounds when you're up on a keep or you're at your starting point or in a safe where you're up high where they can't hit you it's just people going to be just Those people just annihilating everybody down near them. Like, no, no more, no more base camping because they will annihilate you near them. They'll
0: just light attack you. Like two light attacks and you're dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying AD does have a chance.
3: (laughs) This is AD's
0: meta.
1: This is the AD AD meta we're going into. (laughs) Rise of the snipe spammers. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I didn't even think about snipe spammers with this with this meta. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be outrageous. Um, okay. Can't
1: wait.
4: <laughs> well, you know,
0: I think one way I'm consoling myself is I think my particular preferred play style is, is kind of getting buffed. My, my play style, like my favorite character, like I mentioned earlier, is a roly-poly stamina, stamina Templar. My main form of defense is just avoiding all damage, not trying to tank it out. Uh, and so you know, if that's the strategy, if the damage is 30k or 2k or whatever, if I'm avoiding 100% of it, I'm not taking any of it. So uh, I think I'm, we're probably going to see a lot of people take to mobility, line of sight, avoidance uh, as their primary form of defense, and not really trying to just face tank things out so, quite so much um, like we've seen so far. Uh, I don't know what you guys think.
4: Me, is it- as a Nord-focused player, that's a little scary for me. Yeah. We're yeah. not the quickest, but we're, we're hardy. But I don't know if anybody's going to be hardy. You're going to have this. to dust off your medium
0: armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, get your um, you know your snare removal slotted, all that stuff. <laughs> um, all right. We can move on from Bailorg. That's, that's an interesting one. Um, well, one other thing I'll say about Bailorg is also um, it makes this uh, set... Um, slightly less effective against players who have low resistance and much more effective against players who have high resistance, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, it kind of goes with what I was just saying. Like, my playstyle, my characters that I use don't use high resistance anyway. So if you're used to playing that way and you're already comfortable playing with low resistance, then you, you may fare fairly well in this meta. Um, but if you're used to being able to just, like, hold block and just get in someone's face and tank it out... You know, you may have to find some new strategies, or really, really alter your build uh, to to continue being able to play that way. Um, next one, and this is a big one: um, Blood Spawn getting nerfed. It's finally happening. <laughs> um, so they're reducing the armor bonus granted from the proc. They're basically cutting it in half. It's going to be thirty three hundred, uh, whereas currently on live it's sixty four fifty. Big nerf. Uh, also, uh, the amount of ultimate that it gives you when it procs uh, is now going to be 8. 8 ultimate instead of 14 ultimate. So a nerf, pretty big nerf on two fronts there. Uh, they also reduced the duration and cooldown to 5 seconds. I don't know if that's really a nerf or not. I don't. I mean, you're still going to have the same amount of potential uptime, so I'm not really sure. Um, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. This is a big one. This is basically like the quintessential monster set if you don't know what else to wear you can't you can't lose with bloodspawn magica stamina doesn't matter Wear Blood bloodspawn um yeah what do you, do you think that's that's still going to be the case or do you think people are going to start considering other options
4: as someone who wears bloodspawn i'm actually excited about this because once again i'm really big on diversity when it comes to builds and sets and right now like you said everybody wears bloodspawn uh and I still think the set is fantastic for ultimate builds, and I love ultimate builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think it worked perfectly for that. I think that's where, and it is minor, but I think that's where the reducing the duration and cooldown. Uh, so the reduction on ultimate is down from fourteen, so it's not going to be as much. But reducing that cooldown from six seconds to five seconds is you do you're going to get that ultimate just a you know one second quicker. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah.
0: I didn't really consider that. Okay.
4: So that kind of helps with the reduction on that. Um, so I think this is I think overall this is great. I think Bloodspawn was used on every single build. Now it makes sense to use it on ultimate builds and if you don't have an ultimate build then you look elsewhere, which is I think what this set should have been. I think that's what it should be. That makes, what it makes that sense.
0: makes sense cuz it's still the only s- ultimate gen monster set I think period, right? So if that's what you're going for, this is what this is what you're going to have to use, but it's not just so good that it, you're you're dumb for using anything else. You guys anyone else have any thoughts about this? Graham Icy. I think
1: I, I think with all the other changes to the game, the lose this set losing, you know, three thousand resistance is kind of a mood point moot point when we're adding so much penetration into the game across the board. Like yeah. I d I don't think three thousand resistance loss is gonna be break the bank and yeah. like like Davies was saying, uh lowering the cool down on this to five seconds is is fine. So I I think exact you hit the nail on the head that before it was why are you not wearing blood spawn? You know, now it makes it a little bit more, you know, oh, you're wearing blood spawn. Okay. That you have other options that make sense too, but you went blood spawn route. Whereas before yeah. it was like, Why are you not wearing blood spawn? <laughs> yeah. So.
3: Yeah, totally. Right on. So yeah, um, oh go ahead.
2: I see. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So yeah, Davis made a pretty good, uh, really good points. uh, Because you know, again, I'm also not again. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of old gen builds too. So uh, yeah, for me, I I don't think I'm I'm still going to keep it on my uh, my characters. So uh, you know, I am I guess a little bit bummed out, but uh, yeah, I'm still going to keep it just for the old gen. So
0: yeah, most the most the talk I've seen around this, like online and stuff, has been about this same kind of tune that we have right here it's like yeah i guess kind of a bummer but it makes sense you know that's that's pretty much the attitude i've seen
1: around on the forums and stuff does um, it i'm i'm no math i'm not good with math here but does it end up being more ultimate if you took a full minute um because the cooldowns lowered to every five seconds and so you're gaining eight ultimate let's say you're taking continuous damage or it's continuously procking do you end up getting more ultimate or let's
4: see It'd be in a minute you're looking at 10 procs to 12 procs so
2: yeah it's a 96 ultimate to 140 ultimate okay so it, it is less ultimate but at the same time compared to somebody who doesn't have the set you're gonna get your ulti.
1: if you have the right. same
2: ultimate you um, uh, quantity then
4: yeah you're gonna get yours first for sure well I yeah think another thing to go to to speak on that too though is that the, where that five seconds could be another uh, a benefit is you know a lot of ultimate builds you run the decisive trait and this kind of leads to more that is that now you're getting you know you're getting more procs out of that decisive trait as well i don't know the yeah. math on that off the top of my head but
0: me and davis are going to start our buff decisive campaign here pretty soon so i, lo- get, I love the decisive that. trait I, yeah. I use
4: it on my ultimate builds and it, <laughs> it, it does pay off. If you if you double and focus into ultimate and double down on ultimate, then that, deci- that decisive can very much pay off.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only other one I wanted to mention, we actually already mentioned it earlier, but I'll mention it again now. Uh, Troll King getting nerfed. So when it procs, your health recovery is going to get increased by 925 uh, instead of 1548. Uh, probably a good thing. I love this set. I, I like it a lot. And I always have known in my mind, the day is going to come when King gets nerfed. It's too strong. People <laughs> complain about it all the time. Uh, so we knew it was coming and, and, and it's here. So, <laughs>
2: what,
0: uh, what do we think? What do you guys think?
2: I think a thousand, you know, from 15 to a thousand, I think a thousand is a solid number. Like yeah. that's probably where it should have been yeah. from before.
0: I think you're right. Totally.
2: And also keep it, in mind that this is a buff good. that
0: you can give to uh, all of your nearby allies as well. Um, yeah. So considering that, you know, it seems like a reasonable number.
4: Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's still viable. Uh, I was gonna mention a couple other sets just real quickly. All right. Uh, Choke and Earth Gore. Uh, I really, Choke really just kind of overall getting a buff. So and it's already a good set, and so it's just a longer heal and a stronger heal rock chance goes up but earth gore is i I like these changes i don't know we'll have to see with the crazy damage happening but i like the idea that they're switching away from this is just like a oh it's a reset button real quick that Mm -hmm. just it's like a extra life almost whereas now it's actually like a sustained this is going to help you throughout a fight i I like the idea that it's going that way instead of one quick burst to just cancel out someone's combo now it's just kind of this is going to help you try to survive through through an actual fight i feel like that's i like that style better
0: i think the people who are really reliant on troll king that are maybe looking for uh alternatives are probably going to go to this now that, mm-hmm. that lower cooldown makes it a, a lot more attractive um yeah i like that i like that change to earth core and it's not so much yeah like you said like it's not such a like BS moment, you know, like yeah. when someone gets the earth gorge, like, man, this person was dead. All right. Yeah. This person was like a fraction of an inch from, from death. And now they're <laughs> full of health. You know, I hate this game. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and,
1: and their monster set is, you know, the, the, the clock is ticking now until it's ready to go again. I got to burn them down before where it's off. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, so now it seems like it's actually still very strong, very useful, a good utility. Um, It's not like you're unkillable when it's procced, but it's still pretty strong. Uh, And yeah, the cooldown is a lot more reasonable. So yeah, we're probably going to see a lot more of this set, I imagine. Um, Okay, any other monster sets we want to talk about?
4: I was just going to make quick, going back to Chokethorn for a little bit. I think that we're also going to see a little bit more Chokethorn. Uh, It is reducing the beam, from 28 meters to 15 meters, but I think that's reasonable. I think the 28-meter beam was pretty ridiculous. I always uh, would
0: <laughs> chuckle when I saw the beam stretch that far because it always <laughs> seemed like it shouldn't reach that far.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, for me, it just told me it, I just follow it back to the source and then bash. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that you're not going to get healed by that
0: uh okay well if there's no more monster sets we want to talk about we'll move on to arena weapons <laughs> i had to go slow there just to give you guys an opportunity to speak up
2: oh well uh, we'll take that opportunity oh, okay. um <laughs> i guess uh so the alambra set uh that looks like it's getting buffed so that might be pretty good um well because i know um,
0: um... Well, Elambrus is uh, an interesting one. It it is getting changed. I didn't write this down, but I I did uh, kind of focus on that when I was reading the notes. So um, the amount of damage is being increased on the tooltip, but the thing is, Elambrus right now on live, it can deal um, flame or shock damage, uh, but both can proc at the same time. If you are dealing flame and shock damage in your build, you proc both of those storms simultaneously, so you're getting actually whatever the tooltip says there. You're getting double that from that mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, so it's a nerf. Yeah, so it's actually, actually. A, a bit of a nerf for um, people that double bar Destro.
0: Yeah, but if um, if you're all in, but now this enables you to use a Lambrus and not have to have both damage types. You can just do fire or just do lightning. It's going to be equally effective either way.
2: Right. Yeah, so I guess like. The, I guess you know for that trade-off because you know they because you know they they double the damage and then also uh, they increase the proc chance you know so yeah there is that I too I think yeah. that outweighs the, the 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 layering that people were doing maybe so and
0: almost yeah. I almost now want to do like a DPS test like right now and then do another one after the patch and compare um, yeah. or I guess I could get on PTS and do it but I probably won't I
1: think that helps those builds <laughs> though that we're double destro to capitalize on that. Now they can actually run Destro Resto yep. or Destro Sword and Board and be more Or do um,
0: they could do uh Fire Staff on both bars for better single target damage and they're not missing out anything from Milambros. Right. Yeah. Uh cool. Any other monster sets? Alright, we're moving on for real this time. too. Arena weapons <laughs> uh, so arena weapons are getting a little bit of attention all arena weapons are being moved to this perfected non-perfected system the way um, like black Black Rose prison works. So now if you do veteran or I'm sorry if you do maelstrom arena on normal you can get a maelstrom arena staff or uh, or a bow or whatever um, and then you do it on veteran uh, and you'll get the perfected version of that and the perfected version, like the uh, Black Rose weapons, they'll just have an additional line of like maximum stamina or you know some basic stat like that. Um, super cool. I'm actually really excited about this. I've never really wanted to deal with the pain of grinding a Veteran Maelstrom Arena for those weapons. Uh, but I can definitely handle it normal. No big deal. Uh, and... So I might be a lot more apt to go do that content to get a hold of these weapons now. Uh, and I think missing out on that perfected line of stat is probably not a big deal for me anyway. Um, but there is a major sticking point uh, with this, right? Uh, which is... Um, oh, sorry, I lost... <laughs> I lost where I oh, yeah. The big, the big sticking point is um, that... So if you already have these weapons, you, you've already done Veteran Maelstrom Arena and you have your uh, your Maelstrom staff, well, when this um, patch goes live, it's going to be the non-perfected version of that staff. They're not going to automatically upgrade it to the perfected version. Uh, and this is coming straight from Brian Wheeler on the official forums. He made a post stating this exact thing, basically. Um, so... You know, people are kind of upset about that because it's like, well, the veteran, the veteran mode awards the perfected version. I completed the veteran mode of this arena. So I earned, I earned the perfected version. Well, you're not going to get it. That not gonna that's
4: get crazy. It. They're doing that, which it's even crazier because, you know, jumpin' jumping here a little bit. But, you know, like, uh, I think a great example of rewarding something that's already been done, like. They're changing the vampire skill line, but if you've already leveled up the skill line and already leveled up the abilities, that's all carrying over. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that you know, but they're totally not using that method for here. Yeah. I, I feel like those both should go hand in hand, but it's like on this that you're just yeah, that's crazy. It just that, seems that,
0: like that, a bonehead it. move. Like why not just do it? You know, why yeah. not just give that to the people who, who have earned it? It's really lame. Yeah.
1: Especially the people that um, farmed it for the exact trait that they wanted. Yeah, back
0: before transmuting was a thing. That was remember yeah. that? Oh man.
1: Uh, yeah. The dark and ages. So I think an easy fix for them, or an easy saving grace or save face on it, change some of the content in um, the arena a little bit. Ch- change sure. some a- aspect of it, if it's and more then you difficult, can say, yeah. yeah, it's not the it's not the same content. You know. Yeah. So or, Either, or probably just, or the best just change thing. Is, your mind
0: on it. Yeah, just that's what I was about to say. They're like, <laughs> right. you know, we have several weeks till this goes live, so just say, Oh, you know what? It makes sense. Our bad. Okay. We're good.
4: And so you then, know that they, they have that capability with I mean, like I just said with the vampire. If they can carry over stuff that you've already earned, already done, like if they can do that with vampire, they should very much be able to do that with these weapons. Certainly, certainly.
0: Yeah. So, but that aside, I am, like, as someone who has has none of these weapons, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm happy about this because I'm probably actually just going to go do the normal versions of this stuff and get my hands on some of these cool, uh, like, I've been wanting to get a master bow for a long time, and I uh, think I'm probably actually going to finally get one now. Um, so, yeah, the, aside from that whole debacle, uh, this is a pretty cool thing. Um yeah. Uh, again, too much to cover now uh, to go over all the different arena weapons, but I did want to point out uh, the Spectral Cloak aka Black Rose Dual Wield, finally getting its long, long overdue nerf Uh, this is something that probably every longtime PvP player has been begging for since forever why does this item exist? oh my god (laughs) Um, it's basically just a hard carry set so currently on live, what 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 this spectral cloak weapon set does is it uh, it alters the ability blade cloak, which is a dual wield ability. Uh, so whenever you class whenever you cast blade cloak, it grants you major protection for three seconds, uh, and that reduces your damage taken by thirty percent. The thing is, major protection is an incredibly powerful buff, uh, and if if you use it right, you literally cannot die when when you have this buff up. And just being able to press a button anytime you want, and boom, major protection. Three seconds are up, boom, major protection again. Just push a button, you have it again. Um, plus, blade cloak, blade cloak it gives you, uh, it can give you major expedition. It gives you um, uh, evasion. It does AOE damage. It's already doing a whole lot. It was just too much, you know. uh, You put dual wield, black rose dual wield on your back bar. uh, And I saw a forum commenter once say, the game basically plays itself at that point. Um, So I think people are probably pretty happy about this. Now uh, they're changing it so that um, it increases your damage done and reduces your damage taken by 10% for two seconds, when dealing damage with Blade Cloak. And Blade Cloak does damage every two seconds, so this gets constantly refreshed. Um, so, an extra 10% damage done, I think, is pretty good. You know, people go out of their way to get Minor Berserk, which is 8% damage done. Uh, and this is a uni- unique buff that can stack with Minor Berserk. Um, and an additional uh, 10% uh, bonus uh, damage mitigation that can stack with Minor Protection. You know, really, really nice. Um, so, still a super great, super useful uh, item to use, but I don't think it's OP anymore. Any thoughts?
1: I agree <laughs> on yeah, all I of that. All right, we agree. Moving thing. on! <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I think they did a great job. They didn't nerf it too much, you know, an extra 10% damage and damage mitigation that's not a named uni- uh, not a named bonus. It's a unique buff that can stack with whatever else you want to throw in there. I think it's awesome. I think it's really, really good. Um, so, okay, I think that's all of the armor sets uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, there's a few other things uh, that I want to cover before we close this thing out. There's some new alchemy ingredients uh, that you're going to be able to get with this expansion. Uh, they're called Crimson Root. Uh, vile coagulant. Ooh, no thanks. Uh, Charus egg. C h a u r u s. Charus egg. Um, so these new reagents will carry uh, the new the new trait of minor timidity, uh, and that's basically the opposite of minor heroism, right? So minor heroism gives you ultimate. Uh, minor timidity will consume your ultimate. Uh, so people are going to be making poisons out of this putting it on their weapons hitting you with it and you're going to be losing ultimate Um, which is pretty wild i don't know have players had a way of taking ultimate away from other players in the past not that i know of
4: yeah not that i yeah i can't think of one
0: so that's a new thing a new like possible tactic or strategy um, on the topic of alchemy, um, this one's pretty awesome for Nightblades, so stealth detection potions will now apply a visual effect uh, over the person who uses the potion. So I don't know if you know this, um, if you haven't played much Nightblade before, if, someone you, if you're invisible uh, and someone uses a stealth detect potion, they can totally see you and you have no idea. Like your, your reticle, your little, you know, the eye that closes when you go invisible, it still is telling you that you're invisible. And there's just zero indication. So you think you're safe, you're hiding out, you're making decisions based on that information. Um, and it's false information. They can totally see you. And your primary form of defense just doesn't exist right now. Uh, so now you'll actually be able to tell. If someone uses an invis uh, reveal potion, uh, you're going to see that icon above their head. You're going to know that they can see you and you can make decisions accordingly based on that information. Awesome, yeah. awesome change.
1: That's the person you need to kill. I think yeah. they need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just slid in there that's... before your other statement. Well, that's the person yeah. you need to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, you just raised your hand and said, it's me. <laughs> yeah. But I I think they need to do something along those lines with Mark Target, too. And uh, whoever you're marked by, put that same reticle above yeah, their head. Yeah, I think that's a
0: good so, idea, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean you know alchemy is surprisingly potent you know these potions and poisons and stuff it can be a whole other component to your build that can just make <laughs> or break the whole thing so i just i just wanted to mention those things because i think that's that's gonna have an effect on the meta
4: i'm interested to see if people use that the the minor uh, timidity timidity
0: i am i am too i'm curious to see like how potent that's going to be if people are going to find it worthwhile
2: I'm curious yeah, um, I mean, I think I might use it, but uh, yeah, we could probably run some tests, like some dueling tests and just see, like, you know, compare it compare it against someone who's got, um, you know, Champion of Histon versus somebody who doesn't, you know, and see how yeah. effective it is.
0: Well, I see you have a, like a PvP, like, utility build where you're just, like, providing buffs and debuffs all over the place. So it seems like something that could work well for that.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. It seems like it'd be great for kind of the, the you know, the defile... Yeah, like a defile tank kind of thing yeah. yeah that would be perfect on those kind of builds yeah that's a good idea
0: um yeah cool um so enchanting we're getting some uh, a new essence rune it's called indeko i-n-d-e-k-o uh they say that this is bonus loot that you can get from the antiquity system so another in, uh, incentive to get into the antiquity system and davis davius alluded to this earlier um so you can use this rune to make two new types of jewelry glyphs. Um, so this is Prismatic Recovery and Reduce Skill Cost. Um, so I guess Prismatic Recovery, that's just gonna be recovery for health, magicka, and stamina is my assumption. And Reduce Skill Cost, I'm guessing that's gonna reduce the cost of any active ability, whether it costs magicka, stamina, or health. I don't, I don't know for sure, but that's what it seems like.
4: Do you think it's going to be all the way, like reduce, you know, roll dodge or block? You know, is it going to be just a passive reduce skill?
0: I I bet it's just going to be active skills because we already have reduced feature cost and that that does reduce the cost of roll dodge and block and all that stuff as well as stamina abilities. Um, I think this one's going to be specifically active abilities. I don't know for sure. That's just me assuming. Um, That's cool. I like new glyphs.
4: Yeah, I'm excited about the reduced skill costs. I mean, I, I've already kind of looked into that and thought about playing around the idea with that with uh, uh, some of the ultimate builds I have on, you know, what that would look like and you know how much is it going to reduce it. But mm-hmm. uh, if you got an ult, you know, ultimate build and you're trying to get to that quicker, and then if you can even take that down even closer.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it would reduce ultimate cost too. Yeah.
4: So, I'm interested in that one. And like i said earlier i love the fact that it's it's in the new antiquity system uh just more incentive to use that and it just kind of rewards players that uh i think it just it it does a good job of kind of building up that maybe this antiquity system is is a little bit bigger than i originally thought it would be i think it's going to be pretty important
0: yeah well i mean they're doing a good job of putting good enough incentives in it to drive players to engage with it yeah um this is where I put the crit resist changes, but we already kind of covered all that. I'll just kind of go over some numbers. Um, the MPen armor trait is getting nerfed. Uh, so right now, each piece gives you 258 crit resist. Um, they're dropping that down to 172. So if you have all seven pieces uh, of uh, of MPen armor, um, it's gonna give you twelve 1,204 crit resist, whereas right now you would have uh, 1,806 from a full set of MPen. Um, but again, your character is going to have some base crit resist. I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm betting that's probably going to come out about even in the end is going to be my assumption there, but I don't really know. Um, yeah, I think we pretty int- much already said it all about about crit resist, right? Uh,
4: those changes will be interesting to see. I think Grim made this point earlier. If people, you know, is are we looking? At, are we going to see PvP builds go away from imp are, are people yeah. actually going to start? You know, right now, if you're in PVP, if you don't have all Pen, then good but luck. Yeah. But
0: like, what if people, what if like that, what was that mythic ring that increases your damage by 25% and you can't, you can't crit. I can't remember the name. I don't want to scroll up, but uh, Malakath, Malakath, you know, what if that's just the meta that's and everyone's running that thing. Then, you know, Pen is absolutely not useful at all. If, no, one, if an- no one's critting on you, it's not doing anything. No, so it's interesting. And, or if, uh, and at the same time, if everyone has all this uh, penetration, your crit resistance is probably hardly going to matter then, in the, uh, either. So,
4: it's, it's just kind understand. of wild to think about, like you know, divines or infused, or you know, well fitted. You know, I know you, you, you do well fitted with impreg, but is it going to mm-hmm. be a possibility to do well fitted with with the non impregnable armor set?
0: Yeah, or like you know, maybe just three impen pieces and three well fitted, or or, yeah. or well,
4: four infused then, or now, whatever. Now that we're going to have that base crit resist, you know, what's that going to do? Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's yeah. To what if it's a thousand?
0: Yeah. If it's a thousand. It's going to be awesome. And it, it, it just opens up options and maybe, you know, you have a certain critical resistance that you're kind of trying to target and you can get that. You can hit that with one or two Pen pieces and then you can do all the rest of the pieces with something else you know i i like i like I really do like this change I, I and in general, they really are giving a lot of new build possibilities and stuff. I think it's cool
2: how much how much crit resistance uh you know would be enough where you say that I don't need to run in break anymore like it would it be a thousand or would they make it like of stone and you just got like two fifty
0: like like for me to not run um the MPen trait at all
2: yeah, yeah
0: I think i would have to have a minimum of maybe 1500 at
1: least that's what i aim for on my builds between 1500 and 2000 yeah i feel then, good
0: well then i mean i'm I'm not even talking about champion points either um you know you can you can pile on the champion points too but bef- before champion points i'd want to have about 1500
3: okay
0: I think, but again, uh, I I play a very avoidance type of play style. i I very much kite in line of sight, so I'm not actually taking a lot of damage most of the time. Um, all right, so um, we'll move on now, and we're going to talk about just a little bit about these vampire and werewolf changes. Of course, vampire is the big, the big change that's happening. Uh, but there's also some really significant werewolf stuff happening too. Uh, and I'll just remind uh, remind you guys, we're not diving deep into this stuff right now. We're going to wait for the live patch, because a lot could change. Uh, but we're just going to just touch on it a little bit, um, because it's exciting and it's cool. Um, so, Vampire. If you haven't heard, Vampire's getting a big rework. Uh, what's interesting is this actually has nothing to do with the expansion. It's just being released at that same time. But you don't have to buy the expansion. This is a base game thing, so everybody's going to have access to this new vampire stuff, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, you know, like the, the incentive to buy the expansion, That this is kind of the thing that everyone's associating with this expansion, but it actually isn't part of the expansion at all. And I think that's interesting. Um, something I want to. I just want to straight up read the statement that they made in the patch notes, because I think there's an interesting discussion here. They say. Blood magic, hit-and-run aggressiveness, stealth, and elusiveness are the primary gameplay concepts that define the combat experience. So if we weren't talking about vampires, and I just read that sentence to you, blood magic, hit-and-run aggressiveness, stealth, elusiveness, you would assume I'm talking about a nightblade, right? A magic, a nightblade specifically because of the blood magic thing, right? Um, yeah, 100%. And, you know, I don't want to get on a big Nightblade lament here. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But Nightblades have been complaining for several patches now that all of their class-defining features are just being made readily available to everyone else that isn't a Nightblade, right? And there, there are examples of this. Um, you know, fear being put into the turn evil, Fighter's Guild ability, Um what else? I had another one that I was thinking of. Uh, there, was, there Well, there's the the Grim Focus, like their Grim Focus ability. That mechanic is basically copy-pasted onto uh, the new uh, Bound Armaments Sorcerer ability. You know, it's basically the exact same mechanic. Uh, now Invisibility is being given uh, to everyone and this blood magic um, kind of concept, which is very much a, a Magic and Nightblade thing. Now... I tested Vampire, and really, I don't think they actually play anything like a Nightblade uh, mechanically, but the theme and feel and vibe very much emulates a Nightblade, uh, and that that identity that defines them, you know, it's just being diluted, it seems, with every with every passing patch, and at the same time, they keep getting nerfed after nerfed after nerf, after nerf uh, so they're actually just a lot weaker than they used to be. At the same time, it just kind of, it's hard not to feel sorry for Nightblades right now.
1: I don't want them to, uh, I want them to remove the ability increase yes. um, from vampires, because by adding that, they're forcing you t- into abilities on the vampire skill line. And I don't think that they should do that. Like it's, I agree with you. Um, it's uh... it's really forcing your hand.
4: The, the one thing I'll say about that, because I've thought about that too. And, and I've kind of, Looked into this more is that they, they that might not be as bad as we're initially thinking because I think the com, you know, I think what we're all doing is we're looking at stage four and looking and being like, man, that's just such a massive increase. But with the way they're changing the vampire stages, I can see a lot of people running vampire and still not going all into vampire, but maybe they just stay in stage one or stay in stage two, and they don't go all the way to stage four because you're still getting bonuses, but uh, I think the stage has become much, much more important now that you can you can pick which stage you're in and not have... Like, if you want to use other abilities, then maybe you only go stage two and don't go past that.
1: That's true. Um, I guess along those lines, too, if you're going to give us a plus 20% increase to regular abilities, but you're also giving us a, a minus 20% to vampire abilities, doesn't it kind of offset itself anyways, as long as you're running a good... balance so it ends up being the same like i'm not going to be able to spam breath of life or you know we're dead in the water but
0: um hmm. davis had made a good point um i think we were talking about this like a week or so ago um but you know there are classes that have abilities that are free to cast uh and Mm -hmm. so like uh a Necromancer with all the te- the tethers and stuff and they have the cleanse that costs health uh, so you could you could really try to put a build together that like okay all my vampire abilities are being reduced by 20% uh, and all my class abilities are freaking free so I'm all set
4: yeah you know? I, I'm, I've actually I, I really am excited to get my hands on this because I'm I'm trying to work on a build where I've already I've already made the, the Necro Vampire uh, I'm I've already got the the vampire lord set. Um, I'm I'm really excited to tinker with this, and and the idea I have, and I have no idea if it'll actually work right now, but I'm really excited to. The build would be to use actual health as the as the main uh, resource for the build because there's so many health costing abilities. Uh, you know, you can focus on the free abilities from necro, the health costing. Uh, and it, and essentially for sustain is just, I would focus a lot on health recovery yeah. instead of magic or stamina recovery. Check so new I'm excited scales. Yeah. I'm excited to see uh, what that, what, the, what the possibilities are there.
1: Yeah. The new Amber plasm with yep, health regen. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd
0: be really cool. Um, in general, I, I think it's, the concept that they're going for with the vampire stuff is neat. Uh, the whole idea, like you're you're trading your survivability for a lot of damage. Uh, you're highly incentivized to be very aggressive, very on the move all the time. Um, you know, it's cool. I think I agree with Grimm. I don't like the fact that automatically every every non-vampire ability now costs more. Uh, I don't I I don't like anything that kind of encourages all the builds to be the same. And I feel like most vampires are just gonna have identical front bars because of that. Um, but I do think it's a neat idea. I I wish that, I hope they rethink that. Something tells me they're not going to. Um, but in general, I like what they're going for here. Um, and something I noticed too, uh, a lot of people have been concerned about this uh, ability to turn invisible uh, after sprinting for three seconds. Um, my mind is put a little bit at ease because I tested this out. The moment you stop sprinting, you're no longer invisible. So uh, So what about
1: proximity to um, does, does your sneak value, I guess, affect um, if I run by an NPC? Will it pull me out of stealth?
0: I didn't try I didn't try that. I was just like on an empty road when I was messing with it. I assumed that they would pull you out of stealth, but I, I really don't know. So I your ledger main like cloak, more like uh, cloak.
1: Right. Right. I'm interested to see that aspect of it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean that, that made me, cause I was worried that like, okay, is everyone a ganker now? Like if I can just sprint for three seconds, now I'm invisible <laughs> and you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Templar, you know, and yeah. I'm just going to gank someone out of stealth and boom, they're dead. Uh, it looks like that's actually not actually going to be possible. Um, you'll, I mean, you'll you'll be invisible as long as you're sprinting, but the moment you let your your finger off that sprint button, you're you're visible again.
1: So you just um, sprint right up to them to where you could whisper over their shoulder. Yeah. Well, there's a <laughs>
0: vampirism passive that gives you, I think, like 600 spell damage um, for like six seconds after leaving invisibility. So, you know, you're you're being fast and aggressive, and you're like appear out of invisibility, and you have all this power to hopefully take them out.
1: Yeah. Um, another aspect of it too, is I really like the scion, um, ultimate. And I think that that adds to build diversity. If you say, say Templar, you could drop the scion ultimate on a Templar and give it a different feel, a different look. Now I have this like tanky ultimate I can go to. And, um, like with, um, Necromancer, you can go to your, what is it? Your bone Goliath. Uh And, out tank some people yeah. like now a Nightblade, a Magic a Nightblade now has a tanky Goliath type option, Scion, you know, yeah. and so I think that that's kind of cool. I was thinking about that. Do I want to put that on a Necromancer who already has Bone Goliath, or do I want to put on another build yeah. that is missing that aspect?
0: Yeah, that, that's a good point. It's a cool thing, and uh. I almost don't want to mention this because I want to save it for next episode, but I, I'll mention it anyway. Uh, the blood scion, the 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 uh, the fact that it gives you the ability to see people through walls, freaking cool, man! I think it's really yeah,
3: really very deep. cool.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, I think that's about all we should talk about for vampire right now. I want to save the juicy stuff for next time. Um, we're gonna to touch a little bit on werewolf as well. And I think I'm going to let Grim talk mostly about this one, just because I think of all of us, Grim is the one that has by far the most werewolf experience. Uh, so, Grim, do you want to just tell us a little bit about kind of some of the struggles werewolves deal with right now? And just give us a general idea of what's being done to, to address that.
1: Yeah, I think they're doing a good job with werewolf here. And it was much needed, I think it's perfect timing that they're doing it too. You're going to give Vampire a complete overall, and Werewolf's been struggling. The reason Werewolf's been struggling is because uh, you can buff up and then go into Werewolf, and while your buffs are active, um, you might be okay, but as soon as your buffs fall off, you have no way to reapply those buffs, and um, so they're addressing that and basically just. Uh, giving you a uh, major brutality major berserk minor courage and some damage mitigation they're giving you a lot more tools um and better options but the overall the werewolf i think uh i'm really interested in turning out some werewolf builds and i think that if a werewolf is built properly and you run into one in open field and pvp um you might want to run. Yeah, it, so. should be,
0: it should be like a terrifying experience, right? Like this savage beast is like ripping me to shreds with his bare claws. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I'm all for all the werewolf changes that they're bringing. And I think that they could potentially be demigods running around. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, so yeah, just for having like werewolf abilities slotted, you're going to get your standard like major brutality and savagery buffs. Uh, just like standard damage buffs. Um, reliable access to Major Berserk, which I think is... Maybe ought to be rethought there, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Like Grim said, they get a, a Minor Courage buff. Um, and if you use, I think it's if you use the Pack Leader Morph, you just have Minor Courage at all times, which is just a flat 129 spell and weapon damage buff. But the thing is, it applies that to yourself and up to 11 allies uh, at all times. So I think, you know... Uh, trial groups are going to be bringing a werewolf along. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know for sure if that's going to be the case. Like, if the meta is going to shake out that way, but it seems like that's the intention here to give raid groups a reason to bring a, were- a werewolf along, right? I mean, does that seem that way to you guys?
1: Yeah,
4: it's cool. I, I, th- I think that, uh, and I don't think it's changing. But I, you know, werewolves also have that that passive that, uh, you know, reduces for every werewolf in the group, it reduces their uh, their cost of werewolf. can't remember the exact numbers on it. but
2: uh, I think it's like 10% per werewolf in the group.
4: Yeah, no. so it reduces the cost of remaining in your werewolf transformation by 20%. For oh, I didn't, each I didn't trans- realize that
2: was a thing.
4: Yeah, for each transformed werewolf in your group, including cool. yourself, up to a maximum of 80%. I had so no I idea that think- was a thing.
0: So they really want you to do that wolf pack
4: thing. Yeah, they really yeah. want you to have this group of werewolves. I think that's such a cool...
0: That's the, I've never that's made a, a cool werewolf piece. before. That's why I wanted Grim to talk about it. He's like, I don't know, yeah. werewolf. <laughs> I,
1: the thing I'm scared about is like uh, what you were talking about, access at the touch of a button to Major uh, Berserk, Yeah, which is a 20 per, 25% damage increase. Yeah, put that, that
0: mythic ring on as
1: well. and Yeah, you put Malakath's band on, and that's yeah. 25 damage too. Now they need to, for that very reason, Malakath's band needs to be reworded too you know increase your mm-hmm. you know grant you major berserk name it major berserk um, yeah you cannot deal critical damage that's how malakath's band yeah, otherwise permanent
0: major berserk no crit i actually think that's a great idea
1: yeah otherwise you're going to be able to on a werewolf with malakath's band look out and as quick as you can light attack people like uh.
0: or um, hit a like a sorcerer atronox synergy doesn't that give you major berserk as well
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I just picture you know my Kratos build running around with Malakath's band and <laughs> major berserk access, and you know werewolves with major berserk act. The damage in this upcoming meta is going to be off the charts.
4: Yeah, it really is. I've, I'm interested to see. You know, it's it. You don't really see it on the stats page anywhere, but werewolves always kind of have. You know, the big um, kind of unspoken negative in werewolves and PvP is that when there's a werewolf, you see them over every other player. It's almost like they put a giant target above their head. They're and easy so, to
0: focus. Yeah,
4: yeah, so I wonder if, I don't know, I wonder if some of these changes are to, not that it's so PvP focused, but uh, I, I'm interested to see if, if you know, because that is a huge negative in PvP. So they it seems logical that you should receive some sort of kind of extra buff to make up for this giant target on your back
1: yeah yeah not only do you have a target on your back but you have an increased damage uh from poisons yep mm-hmm. and a stamina nightblade will absolutely eat your face if you're a werewolf like they hit you super hard and um, like they'll delete you, and so especially going into next patch when they're wearing stuns. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> somebody hit the hit the stuns hotkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they needed it, but werewolf. If if it, if you build it right, man, I'm super excited. I have a werewolf build right now that I'm running around in Imperial City with, and he has 30k magica, 40k health, and 50k stamina.
0: It's
3: outrageous
1: yeah those are silly stats and it's like 4k weapon damage too and so this upgrade is or th- this uh bonuses to werewolf are gonna make him really scary so
2: yeah Cat, make sure to edit that out so we can keep this little secret to ourselves. <laughs> all
0: right. All right. We'll take the werewolf part out. Yeah. So, vampires were pretty cool, yeah. right? Uh, right
1: so yeah. yeah. Nothing else yeah. happening. Nothing you
4: to see here.
0: Uh, uh, I do one last thing about werewolves. It's just, it's cool that they are giving werewolves a little bit of attention this patch. Uh, you know, we, we knew it was going to be a vampire focused thing and, uh, vampires and werewolves just kind of tend to go together just in general. Uh, so it's cool that werewolves are getting a little love, uh, at the same time. Uh, and I think you're right. I think they're going to be truly formidable.
1: Yeah.
3: Um,
0: Scary. Yeah. Um, we're about to the end. Anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap this thing up? Uh.
4: I'm uh, I'm excited about the new change. I mean overall I'm very excited. Primetime for Nords. It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be our time.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: stoons. Nords shall rise.
4: Yeah. yeah. Should we all should we all just say stoons a whole bunch? Yeah. <laughs> stoons stoons twenty twenty. Uh, I'm gonna rename this uh
0: the Stoons cast. That's what about yeah. about <laughs> uh uh you just know there's gonna be some like a goofy like character names out there with the word stoons in there. Like, oh. Stoons my goons or whatever. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all cat's
4: right. literally making that character right now. <laughs> <laughs> writing that down. Um,
0: all right, man, we have been talking for a long time. Man, I didn't realize that how much time had passed. Man, this has been awesome. Honestly, I got to say this has gone uh, a lot more smoothly than even I was expecting, and I was expecting it to go well. So, I appreciate you guys being here. This has been awesome. Um, We'll say our farewells here. Uh, So, Grim, if people would like to contact you or get a hold of you in some way, how should they do that?
1: Yeah. Grim's Forge Gaming on YouTube, and I do build videos and uh, battlegrounds um, footage and stuff like that. And then I also have been doing... Um, like I did in Imperial City, kind of a uh, beginner's guide to show people how to make money down there and mm-hmm. little Useful tips stuff. and tricks. Also yeah. also
0: show you uh, the super secret information of how to leave Imperial City. Um, that's the that's the hardest yeah. part,
1: the first time you, you visit there. Yeah, yeah, the exit. Literally, yeah. I'll be down there, and if you're down there for an hour, at least one or two people say, how do I get out of yeah, here? Yeah, I saw <laughs> one
0: yesterday, actually.
1: Yeah, uh, and... Um, or you can hit me up at at Grimsforge. Um, that's actually my name in game, and I spend a lot of time down in the river, So if you see me, say hey.
0: Very cool, man. I appreciate you being here, uh, star Starjumper. Pleasure to have you as well. Anything to say before we head out of here?
4: You just everybody go out there, make your Nord character now. Be prepared <laughs> for this upcoming <laughs> expansion. Just go ahead and get it made. Let's let's make it happen yeah
0: we're gonna have no, harrow storms yeah. and we're gonna yeah. have nord storms that's
4: right uh in all serious it's been this has been awesome and and thank you so much for for having me on
0: yeah thank you for being here dude honestly i agree it's been awesome uh and i see happy to have you here as well dude anything to say before we go
2: uh yeah no i appreciate the invitation It was first podcast been on ever so i'm glad i finally uh finally made the it. celebrity mark by uh, <laughs> <laughs> not providing uh any actual content on my own like <laughs> on my channel or anything but uh yeah no um i guess same thing with grim was saying uh, yeah if, uh, you know if anybody wants to find me at IC Fire 369 uh in the game yeah otherwise uh yeah no thanks for having me
0: yeah totally man i appreciate your Pre- perspective uh man uh you know like, like I was saying when we introduced you, you haven't been playing all that long, but you have already absorbed so much and I think already have a lot of you know, valid thoughts and opinions of your own, and I, I always like hearing what you have to say about things, man. I yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Cool. Well, guys, I think that's it. I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being here. All
1: right. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank Kat. you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> okay, it's over. <laughs> <laughs>
2: his Spite that should be 20 seconds Uh, um, I'm telling you it should be 20 seconds